Welcome back to the Suspense is Killing Us. I'm Kevin. Travis. Me, Matt. Hi. Hi. How do you do? Josie's here, too. How is everybody doing? How do you boo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Speaking of terrifying, we have a gigantic dog. Josie's here. Hi, baby. Sitting at my feet right now. Speak. Uh-oh. She's going to go. I want you to bark. Marching over. Speak. Say bark. Say bark. Hey. Good girl. Good girl. Okay, you get a treat. Hang on. Josie's here, uh, systematically tearing my apartment to pieces. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just giving you, like, looking at you while she does it, like, you can't fucking do a thing about it. <laughs> you're next. And you can't, you're next. I'm bigger than you. <laughs> I'm bigger than all three of you combined. <laughs> Josie t- takes up approximately about a third of the space in my one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. <laughs> One of the biggest dogs ever recorded. Yeah. She's the size of She's that uh, giant uh, that giant cow that you see pictures of, that giant muscular cow that's like twice as big as the other cows. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's an internet cow. Is it the internet is cow? Sit Ubu Sit cow? I don't know. Is it an example of creepypasta? It might be an example of creepypasta for all I know. <laughs> it's just a giant cow. It's it's twice as big as the other cows. Why cow- haven't I seen this Does before? The cow is still it as big move? as a bear? You're not on cow Twitter, apparently. I'm not, I big, guess. Big cow Twitter. No, I gotta get on big... I gotta get... <laughs> I will change that. I've been cowed by this This needs conversation. to be remedied. If you're not on big cow Twitter, you're doing it wrong. I guess Hashtag so. Hashtag you're doing it wrong. Man, I can't stay in touch with all the things the kids are into t- these days. <laughs> big cow Twitter. Big cows th- eating ass. <laughs> are they? Is it? Is it still eating ass in avocado toast? Or what are the? What are the Actually, kids into that eating was, now? Mo- that was millennial stuff. So I'm yeah. not sure what Gen Z is into. I don't think Gen Z has sex at all. Gen Z probably. I think they only have sex in the virtual world. Really? really? If anyone yeah. on Gen Z is listening to this, let us know. Gen Z, let us know if you're only having virtual sex now, because I know that teen pregnancies have gone way, way down. Really? Yeah. Well, there was a pandemic last year, so everybody was on lockdown. Yeah, but teenagers don't give a fuck about that. I mean, they might historically. Have. Their parents might have. You know, I don't know. I think they're all in the Oasis. Uh, the Oasis. diddling God each other in the Oasis. <laughs> That's what's... I mean, like, honestly, like, you watch that movie, and it's like all these kids are going in there to play, like, to pretend to be the Iron Giant and stuff, and you're like, they would all be in there dressed up as these characters fucking each other. <laughs> Who are we Let's kidding? go do a race. Like, uh-huh. all these horny kids. Yeah. Like let's we're gonna yeah we're gonna do a race. I'm gonna game. race Whee! Godzilla. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Backwards. Right there. Well, I mean, that's the only way you can get the coins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there a Ready Player One porn parody? Oh my god. Like a like a Ready not, Player Come or something Ready like that. Ready Player Come. I mean, a book. Did you have you guys tried the fucking thing? Writes itself. No. But I would read. I would read no. Ready. I would read Ready Player Come. <laughs> I got like four pages into Ready Player One. I was like, "This needs I more coming." I can't do this, but I would read the whole thing. Ready Player Come and be like, "This is pretty good." <laughs> Ready, Ready Player Come. It's eleven hundred pages Look, long. There's the Iron Giant, and then the du- <laughs> and then that one kid was totally dressed up as Mario, and he was totally banging Metroid. Hard, the Iron hard. Giant was fucking Freddy Krueger. Ice beam. <laughs> Superman. Donkey Kong was eating out uh, <laughs> Princess P's ass. Or Donkey some Punch. Shit. Donkey Punch. <laughs> Donkey Punch from the movie Donkey Punch. <laughs> Those fucking kids, man. Oh, and yeah, there's obs- there are wonderful obscure references. <laughs> I read a I read a review of the uh, new Ghostbusters this morning that was uh, Did you? Has someone seen that? Go on. Yeah, on the AV Club they had a review of it. Oh, uh-huh. please please tell me. Uh it was it was exa- it was the review of the movie that I expected it to be, which was like which was like we, we don't like this and it's just like this isn't funny. <laughs> it's like it's like wow a weird weird That's nostalgic weird review. nostalgic remake of uh, which takes all the funniness out of a movie which is known for being funny. 
Yeah. So <laughs> it's it, not so a remake. It is what it appears to be in that previous. But it's got heart, Kev. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, what, that's what everybody's important. gonna say to me. People this are gonna say like, "When did you? When did you stop experiencing joy?" And I'm like, "I mean, I still experience joy, but just not at shitty stuff." Well, I mean, it's the. But listen, have you seen Ghostbusters? Like, listen this, this people who like Ghostbusters two are gonna be the people that are gonna go. But you know, and you go, like, "Have you guys seen Ghostbusters two? A movie made by people who clearly did not want to make a <laughs> Ghostbusters sequel." <laughs> if you watch that movie, you're like everybody. It's like. I uh, gotta do is go run through this tired shit again. Maybe Dan Aykroyd was into it, but none of the other guys at all. I like I like the idea that uh, that that like <laughs> that this like shameless cash in reboot of a couple of movies that are like loose comedies. You know what I mean? They're like not yeah. You know a big deal really. I mean they're fu- yeah they're, they're but funny, they're- but they're just like they're just basically like loose sort of high concept comedies and now we've got this like mythology mythology thing that they're doing for this cash in but you're supposed to be expected to be like but the emotions. Right. Like, the the heart. Yeah. It's got that Ghostbusters heart. I think it's, it's like ridiculous. Ghostbusters heart was like a sarcastic dude who wanted to fuck Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous, honestly, that they do that with the Star Wars movies. Like, I think they do it go way too far with Star Wars. Ghostbusters is fucking insane. I think it works with Star Wars because those movies are about like galactic legends, and there's yes, all it makes that more stuff, sense. That stuff is built in, and it's like a it's like a big epic fantasy story. But if you ever watch the original Star Wars, which you know, I don't know if you guys ever do, right? I've never uh, done it. It's and, it and then just sort of like think about the ones that they made afterwards, especially the more the most recent ones. It's sort of like right. these are why? why oh are yeah, these new ones so fucking serious. Yeah, if you watch the fir- if you weird. watch the first one and just are able to tune out everything that came after it, it's like oh, this is just a really fun <laughs> small adventure movie. It's like brisk, right. yeah. light adventure movies. It's so strange but at the that, ve- you, that you watch them now and it's like you must burn the tree to uh, understand. <laughs> like what? I don't think I don't know, but I think that I, scene's funny. I, but it, it certainly, I'm just saying that, like to me, I'm always kind of going like, "Geez, with the mythology here." But with the Ghostbusters, come on now, exactly. they're doing it with James Bond too. You know, the new James Bond yeah. is like, oh <laughs> man, it's heavy into like him, his whole like arc as a character. It's, it's like called, it's James Bond. <laughs> it's called world building, you guys. Oh my god, it's called world building. It's James Bond, the guy who fucks and kills. That's all. I, who know, who cares? And the worst part about the new Ghostbusters thing is that they roped my my boy Paul Rudd into it. Oh, and, uh, and so and I kind of and Carrie Coon. So I kind yeah, and I love oh, both. No. Of them. And I, so I kind of want. I'm like I kind of want to see it, but then I'm like I you know what I. I can bet. No I bet. I bet you know what the best thing in the movie is, and I bet it's just Paul Rudd. Like I bet Paul Rudd ad libbed some lines in there, and they left those in because they're like, "That's pretty funny," and yeah. that's going to be the best thing in the movie is whatever yeah. Paul Rudd did just on set because he's a funny guy. No, the best thing's going to be the little Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. It's going to be, gonna be oh. Muncher. It's going to be Muncher. Slimer. It's Muncher now. No, Muncher. Muncher. <laughs> but Slimer's going to be in it too, right? Muncher the millennial, no, uh, no. the millennial ghost because he's munching everyone's ass. Is Slimer going to have a big white beard because he's old? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he gonna talk like the cartoon? He's 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 wolfing down giant mouthfuls of pills. That's right. He talked in the cartoon. I'm Slimer. Yeah, he kind of he kind of had like talked like he had Scooby Doo talk where he, he kind of could like barely talk, but he talked. He had to talk because. Uh, yeah, please Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse either loves or hates. She that. does not like that sound. Is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Josie, yeah, he here, was baby. like their he was like their friend. Yeah, and and basically betraying all ghosts on on behalf of his. He, he was oh, a oh. well careful. Go. That's not good. All right, did yeah. it unplug a bunch of stuff? No, I think that. I don't think. Are you guys talking? I'm, I'm talking. talking. Yeah. Sit oh, down. Just your headphones. Sit down. Whoo! But yeah, he did. All right, enough. Yeah. All right, lie down. Whoo! That was spooky. That was a little scary. I think it's. Oh nope. Didn't. Oh. 
There we go. That's a, that was like, like I mean, <sighs> sorry, the dog knocked out the headphones. Uh, it was pretty Ooh. much inevitable. I'm amazed it didn't happen last time. It was pretty. She's wound up for some reason. Would you guys? Would you guys say that was frightening though? Okay. Okay. Uh, boo. In time for spooky season. <laughs> Anyways, how many more minutes of my Slimer impression do we want to hear? I can I can None. do I can do another fifteen to twenty before my throat starts to deteriorate. But I want you to keep I want you to keep going and never stop. <laughs> I don't ever want you to stop. Just watch our subscription slimer. numbers go up and up and maybe up. I don't know what these people want. Patreon, where all of a sudden we're making thousands of dollars a month on Patreon <laughs> because of the because people are jerking off to my slimer more voice. Slimer, oh, it's an ASMR thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to sleep without listening to that fat man do a slimer voice. <laughs> Somebody out there said that before. That's I was not the, just saying not, that this morning. You're not the first person. Oh, there you go. See? There you have it. It's all been done. <laughs> like the bare naked lady said, it's all been done. Has it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and if it hasn't, we're going to do it today on today's podcast. Yeah. About scary Satan movies. Speak, speaking, speaking of, of which. Speaking of the devil, when you bring up bare naked ladies, yes. I guess. Uh, what's our, what's our, we don't have a title. Today, we don't have a title yet. Yeah, we might do, just end up choking and doing Boo to a Kill too. but I think that just because these movies all have religious, uh, Satan or God yeah. themes to them, we need to come up with something like that. Oh, demons and some, demons or devils or something. Devils in the details. I mean, the, the, I mean these are terrible. I mean, <laughs> the motherfucking devil's like a main character in two of these. Yeah. <laughs> devil's literally in two of these, being his typical, like... Not particularly scary or ambitious bad guy self. But did either did either the other guys while you're watching these wish that like they would do that there was a, a remake that someone would do a remake of that scene from Heat but with Al Pacino and <laughs> oh other devils God. with Robert De Niro playing their playing their devils. There's a devil. flip side to that coin. Because it was what's in side of that coin. Right, but what's funny is that like if you did do that, you wouldn't it wouldn't change the scene in Heat much because the the De Niro devil is very like low key and like yeah, yeah. Know, hey look at me I'm the devil, I'm the devil. and and uh, the Al Pacino one is like Al Pacino in Heat where he's yelling and like uh, having a ball you know the De Niro devil seems to oh. also be having fun he seems to enjoy his his uh, his devilness but it's more like uh, he's like I I like watching you figure out what the fuck's going on <laughs> and I'm gonna laugh at you I gotta <laughs> torture all these sinners I'm sorry if the goddamn chicken got <laughs> over Cooked. All right, so our three movies today are Angel Heart from Angel 1987, Heart. The Devil's Advocate from 1997, and Frailty yeah. from 2001. Frailty. Yeah. yeah. These are all fine. The Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton's only directorial movie. He does a good job. His debut. He's it's almost a, as good in it as he is in the Twister intro thing for the Twister ride. Okay. <laughs> Well, you ever watch that? <laughs> go no. watch. Go watch I, the video on YouTube of, wait, wait, of but Bill think, Paxton's uh, intro to the Twister ride. He's, he's like not he's interested a, at all. Oh, but I think he's really good in front. No, of he you is, don't like he him is, in that. No, I think oh, okay. he's fine. I was just I was making like, a joke about the Twister thing. He just oh, wanted okay. to bring up the Twister ride. Oh, okay. He's like tornadoes. They're intense. It's like it's okay. really bad. We're getting revenge on this tornado for killing my ex-wife's uh, family. I've still never seen Twister. That's what's ha- that's what happens. Oh, it's yeah. a terrible movie. So they're getting revenge. Uh, t- I'm Hel- going to continue not watching it. Tornadoes killed Helen Hunt's family, and so she's getting revenge on them by trying to learn about them. That sucks. And there's a bad squad of tornado chasers right. that all wear black. Carrie Elwes. And Carrie Elwes is the bad hun- tornado hunter. They're doing it for the wrong reasons. Jesus Christ. They're into the tornado hunting for the money. Yeah, they're not in it for the science. Not for the science. Or the revenge. Oh, boy. <laughs> 
You should really watch Twister. It's, it's quite gonna. something. I'm just not gonna. Well, I mean, any, in any case, if you guys force me to for some reason, I will. But uh, I might. I fucking might. I'm not gonna watch it on my own fucking time. Like when I could spend that doing literally nothing. Well, we did watch on our own fucking time though. A little movie called. The Devil's Out. Wait, no. <laughs> no, we did Angel Heart no, first. No, we're doing Angel Heart Damn first. It. Angel Heart. But which we the, did. Which I described to you guys yesterday as the good Jacob's Ladder. Agreed. The Exorcist. The possession of the human soul. Chinatown. The mystery of the human mind. Now. know what today today is today is wednesday it's anything can happen day my interest in johnny is only in finding out if he's alive or if he's dead you want me to check it out check it out where are you i'm just the guy who was paid to snoop around i'm gonna ask you again where is he i don't know Angel has been hired to solve more than a mystery. He's dead, Mr. Angel. And if he isn't, he is to me. Are you afraid? Yeah, I'm afraid. To find more than a killer. Yeah. It does a lot of the same shit, and it looks ex- it looks and well, sounds and feels very similar to Jacob's Ladder, except I, that I didn't hate it. I think the difference is that the ending of this is baked into the, the, whole, the whole twist in yeah. this is baked into the movie, and when you go back to watch it, when you watch it a second time, you're not like, wait, so the ending's bull- some bullshit they made up at the last minute? Right. Whereas in Jacob's Ladder, you're like, and then they're still in Vietnam, and they were stoned, or whatever, yeah. and then they died, and you're like, wait, this, that, wait, what? That and whole he, thing was the a thing with the, dream. Yeah, you just listen to our Jacob's Ladder episode. But yeah. uh, this one feels like, it's like, yeah, okay, it make like a lot of the other earlier stuff in the movie makes more sense when you go like, oh, I see, it's all Did like this, the Wait, is this shit. before or after Jacob's Ladder? This is after. Is it or after? Before? No, this is before. This is before Jacob's Ladder. This is 87. Yeah. I forget when Jacob's Ladder was. Because uh, I'm just curious as like, who did it? Who did this style first? Alan Parker did it first. Okay. Yeah. Because Alan Parker did, uh, I think Alan Parker did- Jacob's Ladder, 1990. Yeah, okay. Alan Parker did Adrian Lynn first. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Because like, this is this very, this very feels exactly like Jacob's Ladder. It looks just like it. I don't love every Alan Parker movie, but he makes movies that are like very distinct. Yeah. This, the, the thing about Angel Heart that I- what, the thing I love the most is just like the the look and the feel. The set design is amazing. It's sort of drowning in like this cool, this cool like old. Yeah. I don't know. I I, lo- I love that. And and I, I really I really like Mickey Rourke in it too. He's Mickey great. Mickey Rourke's given is given his all to I love this. It. And Mispronou- it's really, and mispronouncing things left and right in a very weird way. Doing a weird whispering Chevalier, New York accent. Chevalier. Chev- yeah, that's what I said. Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Fucking whispering. I love it. Fucking whispering Brooklyn all over here. Who's Johnny favorite? Who's Johnny favorite? I know. Oh, I am. I know I am. I'm also a sucker for any any movie that's about uh, like a private investigator who progressively gets more and more disheveled and beat up as the movie goes on. I just love that. <laughs> you know, for any any like any PI movie that where the where the PI like the detective ends the movie and he's like in the same shape he was at the beginning as a bad detective. <laughs> you movie. Fucked up. You fucked up. You got to cut his fucking nose open. They got to get the shit kicked out of him at some point. You know. There is a scene in this, and it's pertinent to our interests uh, that that uh, <laughs> Mickey Rourke is attacked by a dog and crawdaddies at yep. the same time. <laughs> attacked by crawdads. He falls into a basket of crawdaddies. <laughs> 
And it's clearly Mickey Rourke, and they're real live crawdaddies, too. These and it's guys like, are beating him with a big Alan Parkin's like, stick. all right, love, I need you to fall into that basket of crawdaddies. Josie, come here. And Mickey Rourke does it. God bless him. Uh, uh, this this movie, remi- more, more than anything else, reminds me of Seven. Uh, oh, really? Just because of the combination of... It's basically hyper-stylized bleakness. Mm-hmm. It's, like, real fucked up. Uh, right. But, but also, like, fancy schmancy uh, visuals and stuff, the co- a combination of those elements. I, I like. I, I mean, the, the plot, plot wise, it's not exactly. It's not the same. No, not at all. I love the look of it. I mean, it, and honestly, like uh, the like sort of uh, smothering, uh, whatever you call it, dark and wet set design makes more sense than this. And then in seven, which ostensibly takes place in the real world. Yes. Like in this one, it like takes place in the real world for a lot of for some of it and then it's like is this it was it the real world or is this like his you know it's like it ends up being this weird yeah you know it's uh, not the, it's satan's out and about it's a little different ex- exactly yeah. whereas Sa- satan's <laughs> mixing it up whereas in seven it's like this just takes place in our world which is apparently <laughs> just fucking grim fucking city town <laughs> usa city town Blah. crime crimeville hopeless bleak I like uh, I like how the the twist in this is like it's so obvious that that when the character realizes it, he's like mad at himself for it. No, he makes fun of his name. Yeah, yeah, I'm so saying. It. Yeah, he goes, he goes, oh, geez, even your fucking even your fucking name fake name is a dime store out, novel. Out of a dime <laughs> yeah, store, I know. I just, novel. I just thought that was funny. He's like Louis Cipher, Lucifer. God damn it! That makes me. Uh, Mephistopheles is such a mouthful in Manhattan, Johnny. Uh, I, that's I, that's kind of what I love about it's it great. is that it's not. The twist in this doesn't, when it comes, isn't like, if, if you had guessed it before, the movie also realizes that, yeah, which yeah. is rare in these movies. It's I mean, we'll talk about the next one, which was advertised as the movie with the devil, and then, and and then, when, and then the movie- Al Pacino is the devil. And then the movie is expected to, it's still expected to be a surprise, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, well, don't put, you know, really but, in, but in Angel Heart, you're kind of like- because he's and even at the beginning, and I'd seen this before, but he's talking about like we signed a contract, you know, all this shit about Johnny. contracts and stuff, and he's yeah, having yeah. He's, he's got the long nails, and you're kind of like, if that guy doesn't end up being the devil, this movie is weirder right. than I think. <laughs> yeah, like if that guy is just like it at the end, that guy was just a guy. You're like, what the fuck? And that opening, he wasn't the devil or something. <laughs> the moment he meets him, he should be like, uh, I gotta ask you, and you gotta tell me <laughs> where it's you, entrapment. Are you Satan? You gotta tell are me where it's entrapment. Are you the devil? The man goat. <laughs> uh, so I mean, Are you uh, Prince of Darkness or what? No, no, the Prince my of Darkness is, is Goop in a Jar. I'm a man. My name is of Darkness, Prince of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> it's practically that. It's pretty funny. Uh, but this movie is about a guy, a detective named uh, Harry, Harry Angel. Harry, Harry Angel. Angel. Right. Which reminded me of another really fun uh, uh, Mickey Rourke movie that we should do on here sometime called Johnny Handsome. Mm. Oh, Good yeah. movie. Walt- Rob- Walter, Walter Hill. Walter Hill. Yeah. I've never seen it before. Oh, it's good. Let's check it out. He's got a Ellen barking. Yeah, Ellen, my dogs are barking. Ellen, my dogs are barking. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, he plays Harry Angel, and he's uh, he's, he's a, a, a gumshoe. A gumshoe, but it's in like the fifties. I think fifty. Yeah, I yeah. forgot that this was a period post war. Oh, yeah, yeah. post war fifties, and he's like uh, you know he's, he's New York. He's a he's a New York. He's one of Brooklyn. those classic classic PIs, and he gets hired by this guy named uh, it's Robert De Niro as Louis Cipher. Louis Cipher, Mr. Cipher. It's Cipher. Yeah, he, he says Cipher. 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 Louis. Louis Cipher. Louis Cipher. You get it. Come on. Say it right, Frenchie. Bill Zabub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically. But again, I love that at the end of the movie, they're like, yeah, yeah, fucking, of course, of course, you're, you know, God, of course, you're the devil. Jesus, this 
fucking okay. God damn it! But I, I like should have known movie, you were the devil. It's I like the, the actual Satan. Acknowledges it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's based on a book, I guess, which I haven't read. So, so is the Devil's Advocate. Weird. What? Yeah. Weird. What a that's a bad book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I bet yeah, I bet that book really sucks. Uh, <laughs> um anyway, I liked I like that this immediately takes place in this like desolate version of New York. Like everything yeah. is like crumbling and yep. and like there's gar- there's just garbage everywhere. Sty- like, Hyperstylized bleakness. Yeah, yeah. Like there's that pleasure that part where he goes out to Coney Island and it just looks like fucking the post apocalypse out there. It's just like desolate. Absolutely. It's pretty cool. Actually, the economy was thriving at this time because yeah. of the post-war boom. Our Alan Parker, maybe do a little research. <laughs> but Louis, Louis Cipher, shiny New York isn't good for a private <laughs> yeah, that, investigator. For this movie. For a fucking detective Bustling, movie. Bustling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at this beautiful, lively metropolis. <laughs> uh, Louis Cipher wants John, or Harry Angel to locate a, a, a crooner. <laughs> or as, he Mickey, as Mickey Rourke insists on calling him a crooner. A crooner. He uh, was a crooner before the war. Yeah. Named Johnny, named Johnny Favorite. Johnny, Johnny Favorite, Favorite. Which I love. I love all the names in this. They're yeah. so yeah. good. Johnny Favorite. And uh, even, even what's her name? Uh, Lisa Bonet's name. Uh, oh, yeah. Proudfoot. Epiphany. Yep. Epiphany Proudfoot. Epiphany Proudfoot. And her mom was like... Uh, I didn't write down. Elzebord, Chalopolo. No, it was something else. Proudfoot, but it was like something like that. It was yeah, like Miracle Proudfoot. Yeah, I got them somewhere. This, it's everybody's got a crazy. Everybody's name. got a great name. I love that because it, it, it like drops you right into this world that like takes place in a world where a guy is named Harry Angel and he's them going to be the most normal person in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Evangeline Proudfoot is the mom, and yeah. Epiphany is the yeah. Daughter. I don't know. I I really dig that that overstylization. It works. Yeah, for it's the, fun. It, it totally, works for this. It totally works for this. Anyway, so Johnny Favorite is like a, is a crooner, and Louis Cipher has some kind of contract with this guy, and uh, maybe this guy skipped out on his contract, and he's in, and he, and he he's, wants and to he's track being, him down. He's basically talking about a soul devil. I contract. mean, yeah, he's the way he talks exactly about it. Was, uh, let's say I got, uh, if if you will, a contract uh, that, if you will, is maybe binding to a very pertinent part of his right. being as a person, perhaps a combination <laughs> of everything that makes him what he is, if you will. And he's yeah. like, yeah, okay, I'm not curious, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Yeston's kind of, he, he's kind of like, he's kind of like, it's, it, the details aren't impertinent to you finding, to yeah. you finding this guy. He's just supposed to find this guy, which I think he thinks, well, that'll be easy enough. I can find a guy. And That's things, normally and, what I do. And things do start to get nuts pretty quick. And then he's like, how about $5,000? And yeah. you're like, wow, that's, I believe that is the equivalent of over a million dollars. That's after like today's that's money. after a bunch of people turn up dead. Though. Yes. he's like, I don't want to do this no more. People are turning up dead. Almost everyone turns up dead after he goes in and talks to him. Yeah, that's a fairly important uh, part of the plot. He goes to a hospital where the last, which is the last place Johnny Favorite was seen, and then because uh, he, apparently he had shell shock from the war. And, right, and and very importantly, Will Hoyt is there. Yeah, Kathleen Will Hoyt Kathleen is the Will is the lady Hoyt. at the uh, yep at the uh, one hospital. Of my, one of my all time favorites with the beautiful uh, red hair in this. Beautiful red hair, and he, and he's like checking her out too, yeah. which is I don't she know. seems I kind of into it. I like it. They're kind of flirting with each other, and he checks out her butt, and, she, and it's just like, and that's it. That's all the Will Hoyt we get, but it's enough. I liked, I liked that scene. Mickey Rourke is doing a like, I'm a, ner- I'm a bit of a nerd act. Like he puts on glasses, and he's like, oh hey, uh, I'm looking for uh, Johnny yeah. Favorite. <laughs> hey, did you do anything nice over the weekend? <laughs> it's like the, I think Harrison Ford yeah, well, does yeah, that what? character it's in Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. In Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Right. Kurt, Kurt Russell does it in Big Trouble in Little China too. That's right. Big Trouble in Little China. I think this is the only time it actually works. Right. Because it's kind of because Kurt Russell makes it a funny thing where he's a nerd, whereas when Harrison Ford does it in Blade Runner, you're like, Harrison Ford seems like he was maybe against this maybe idea, not but, a he, nerd. Uh, but he's like, <laughs> do I have to dress up like a fucking nerd? All right, goddamn it, fine. <laughs> I'll do it. 
I'll do it. But, but I'm a carpenter. Like but I hate I I'm hate every jock. one of you, and I hate this job. I'm a like jock it. and a carpenter and a stoner. I won't like it. Uh, I won't like anything ever. So, that, so then, so then, it turns out that uh, Johnny Favorite had been uh, had been secreted away from this hospital. Yeah. By, well, he finds this out because he goes to talk to a doctor. They'd paid this doctor off twenty five thousand dollars to yes. take him away. And who? What are these characters' names? It's uh, oh, fuck, I forgot the actress now. Charlotte Rampling. Charlotte Rampling and and her dad. Yeah. Apparently. Some secreted him out of the, but they but they also have great names. I'm glad you were able to follow this. I, like the the intricacies of the plot, I was not able to really. Well, I mean, it's a little with. bit vague until I'd there's seen a part it before. Yeah, I'd seen, seen it a couple. I've of seen times. it before, oh, but okay. but years ago. It's very vague they, a little bit, and then they they come to a point where like everybody explain like the one guy explains they, everything. Like, oh, okay, I see they where this is going. Kind of spell it out at towards the end, yeah. but yeah, for a lot of it, it's like which I like is that you're kind of just like lost in this world because you're supposed to be in his headspace a little where he's confused yes as to what's going on so which you also are he's like i'm following these leads to these places i don't fucking know what i'm now i'm in now i'm in fucking new orleans somehow yeah. you know i do find it interesting this movie is extremely visually forward like is this yeah. is like a, a sumptuous visual feast hi- highly stylized looks like a music video a lot of the time but also like the plot is in, entirely expressed through people just talking to each other and so that's like yeah. it's just like you'll be like, wow, this is great looking, and then it'll just be two people having a long conversation with right. like a bunch of names and stuff, and that's always hard for me to follow. <laughs> At least when they're doing it, it's like gorgeous, and there's like this light coming through the curtains, and there's you yeah. know dust motes in the in the atmosphere. Oh you know? yeah, it's really neat. There's there's neat like editing too, where he'll be there'll be little flashes of like memories that he vaguely has of like the horrors that uh, that were in his past and future and mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. Well, which you find yeah, it's when, pretty which, haunting. which is then spelled out at the end. Yeah. But you I just like get that. Those, those it's very satisfying with like the elevator. You keep seeing this elevator. That red window. The yeah. red window. Yeah. I like and that the, kind and of the, stuff. You know the weird the weird. Uh, Black cloaked figure that's just sitting yeah. outside the room oh. <laughs> you know, with a with a bowl waiting for a well I mean that and that's yeah I mean that's a hilarious that, shot at that the reveal end, at the end is really funny it's great <laughs> it's great you got the little bowl yeah just, just waiting to, just waiting to get that <laughs> that heart in it uh, so yeah so he ends up uh, talking to this weird couple on the on the beach at Coney Island yeah they they end oh, up yeah. sending him down to uh, New Orleans this, this, this lady gets she has gets, a lot of information. Like, Dreams of dialogue. Yeah, she, pretty funny. She's in the movie for like five minutes, and there must have been six pages of, of dialogue for her. Yeah. She's just uh, out in the ocean going like, oh, yeah, I know him. And so you what? You need to go and go out of here, and here's his deal. And like, I'm, I'm, I can't follow this shit. It is. I mean, it is. it does feel like almost that the filmmakers maybe wanted to be able to tell the movie more just visually yeah. without, without that kind of, uh, but it's also that kind of story. That like even in those older movies, you know the film noirs that we like or whatever, it's like that. That's what happens is that you have a voiceover and you have a guy going like, anyway, just so you're able to follow his, what's going on? See, you know, I don't know. Is this the same scene where the guy gives him the nose? Yeah, he gives him the the nose nose shield. You hear him go like, I got a whole box full of them. I found it on the beach. Yeah, I got a whole (laughs) box full of them. They're like no sun nose sun nose protectors that you attach to your glasses, and I don't know if this was a thing uh, like a fad at the time in the fifties or something, but it's very ridiculous. Ridiculous looking, and Mickey Rourke is wearing it a lot of the time in this movie. Yeah, I mean, he thinks it's is that a Chinatown? Is that a Chinatown reference? Just like something about his nose? Oh, maybe. I mean, it's it like, could it could be from the source material too, and yeah. they just thought it was. It's a funny visual. It is. It's and it's because he puts it on as a gag a couple times. Like, hey, right? Isn't this funny? But then he just sort of <laughs> keeps it up. He, like, I'm going when he goes to New Orleans. It's like, well, that's a hot and sunny place. Might as well have my uh, nose thing. Yeah, with me. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but he does go to New Orleans, and then the rest of the movie takes place there. Yeah, some like the the uh, 
clues one way or another. One of the long, long conversations that he has leads him that to lady, New Orleans. That lady sends him because she's she's he's looking for Charlotte Rampling's character. Yes, who's Madame something or other. So uh, Zoloft or something. Z- Madame yeah. Zola. <laughs> <laughs> Madame Zoloft. <laughs> um, who has a different name, and he, she, you know, he, he's found out from this doctor who, uh, then uh, prior to his, prior to his hanging out with him uh, and questioning him, Madame has, Zora, Madame Zora, Zora has killed himself, blew his brains out shortly after Mickey Rourke was there. Yeah, and this is yeah. this is gonna this is gonna well, be wait a, the guy didn't shoot himself. He it, Mickey Rourke makes it look like he shot himself, but we don't know. We that. don't know we what that. happened to him. We don't know that. No, yeah. we I, no, we know. No, he shot himself in the. He shot himself, right? He's like, then he looks like he committed suicide, and Mickey Rourke goes back and goes like, oh man, that sucks. That guy died, and this is going to be a pattern that happens <laughs> to a lot of characters in this movie. Is that Mickey Rourke will find them oh, later dead. dead. Like this character that I talked to earlier is dead, and you know. It, once you get to the end, it's pretty easy to add up who killed all those people. Yeah, especially <laughs> once you find out the 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 actual truth about the character. This yeah. part, this actually is one of my favorite parts where he's bracing this this uh, junkie dude. Yeah, yeah. Who's I think he's works at the hospital. That's and he's the doctor. Been, that's the doctor. doctor. They, that's yeah. the doctor that they paid off to. They gave him twenty five thousand dollars to fake like <laughs> to fake like Johnny Favorite so that they could they could take him away. But he's heavily on the morphine. Uh, he's heavily on the junk, and so uh, yeah. Mickey Rourke's plan is to just keep him from getting his junk, and that way, and it, that's kind of like its own sort of torture for the guy, and then right. he'll eventually talk. But it is certain. But the guy is almost immediately like so fucked up from like the withdrawal or whatever that he's like a little doll that Mickey Rourke just sort of carries around and stuff. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, he can't do anything. He's just like, Brr. he's like, what do you think? Well, let's take you to your bed, little buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he might as well just sit him on his lap and do a little ventriloquist act with him and stuff. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, B yeah. ends up down in, uh, down in New Orleans. He meets up with Charlotte Rampling, who's like a fortune teller mm-hmm. uh, of sorts. And she, he's at, you know, so he keeps questioning all these people about Johnny Favorite, and they're like, either I don't know him or I haven't seen him. You know, it's a typical detective kind of thing. Charlotte Rampling's like, he's dead. He's been dead for twelve years. That's right. Yeah, he's yeah. been, he's dead. But she, and she's like, yeah, we got him. We took him out of there, but he's dead. We don't know what happened after that or whatever. She's very elegant and well, uh, well appointed. But then, if you look, zoom in on the details of her place, where she's got this big, this big luxury, luxurious pad, and she's a gorgeous looking woman. But if you look closely, she's got like a pentagram. Yeah, and uh, like all kinds crazy of like weird, stuff. crazy. He's got a hand of a murderer in a box. A moiterer hand. (laughs) Very powerful. Very powerful spells come from there. There's a great scene with the guy who's her dad later in the movie. Uh, Yeah. uh, But uh, You don't want to eat that gumbo. No, no, not after that. (laughs) Or maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe that adds some nice flavors. It looked really tasty, but then there was a fat dude in it. Some fat man flop sweat? You don't like that? You don't like that spicing up your gumbo? (laughs) You put that in the roux. You don't want that once the gumbo is actually cooking. (laughs) Uh, I disagree. I want some of those fat man flint skin flakes in my gumbo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Just like Goldmember. He had the right idea. Uh, pancakes or something. Uh-huh. Uh, he eats his own skin, remember? Great. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, it's gross. He, it's funny. It's great. He's Swedish, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. But thing. enough about Goldmember. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so his so his journey his journey takes him, and he's found out about this lady, not Epiphany, but Evangeline. Uh-huh. Uh... Evangeline Proudfoot, yes, who Johnny Fa- was a woman that Johnny Favorite had been with, been shacking up with her before, and so he tracks down where she used to be. She's she's since dead, uh, but her daughter Epiphany, played mm. by the played by Lisa Bo- Bonet. Mm. I don't know if you've seen Lisa Bonet ever. She's she's a Jason Momoa's wife, Lisa Jason, Bonet, Mrs. Jason she's Momoa, attract- as she attractive. prefers to be called. Yeah, 
She's attractive. It's a very good-looking uh, lady. Very, very sexy in this. Do you remember? And disowned by Bill Cosby yeah. for this movie. Do you remember? I was gonna. That's who, like that's guess the, who won that fucking. This uh, got an yeah. X rating because of that sex scene. Really? They yeah. had to cut it. They yeah. had to cut yeah. it down a little. It's pretty. It's. Oh, it's it's a lot. Pretty saucy. Oh yeah. We got uh, some saucy stuff in this episode. Oh yeah. Uh, well, the first two movies. For sure. The. Uh, but yeah, that was so fun. That was like reading that. Even at the time, I was like, "Fuck Bill Cosby." Yeah. <laughs> but then, but now, but now for real, fuck Bill Cosby. You Bill Cosby. Don't do a movie in case, with your boobies. In case you don't know, Bill Cosby like disowned her because yep. he was her TV dad or whatever. It yeah. was like, I can't believe you would do a sex scene with Mickey Rourke that was so graphic. I can't believe you would do a sex scene that didn't involve me drugging you and pa- <laughs> making you pass out. Incredible hypocrisy. Like public, yeah, and, and then to me, and meanwhile, of course, you know, Bill Cosby Real was, women. Was, had been Bill Cosbying, which by which I don't mean sitting on stage <laughs> telling stand-up jokes. I think his what he did was arguably worse than being naked in an How erotic thriller. How dare you thriller. make Seriously. a movie in which consenting adults have sex? That is not what adults do. With the boobies and the thrusting and the rah, 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 rah. Uh, maybe he, maybe he, uh, maybe he just didn't like that the ceiling is bleeding on her while she's doing it. Uh, oh, yeah. I do like the idea of Bill Cosby watching this movie, though. Do you think he watched it, or he just oh, no, maybe he, somebody, no, maybe somebody you know told him about no, it? Do you, do you think he watched it? And it's like, yeah, he watched he it. He watched it. He cranked off to it, and then he, uh, and then he got mad at her. Then he went and yelled it. It's your fault that I came all over myself while I was watching you rut with Mickey Rock in Rudy, that movie. you can't make something so hot, Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> it's too hot, Rudy. Ah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but Lisa Bonet is in this, she's, and she's uh, Epiphany Proudfoot, and she's got a little kid. Uh, all this is, and she may be Johnny Favorite's daughter. Yeah, yeah. She says she's Johnny. She she eventually comes clean. She's like, I don't know about Johnny Favorite, and then she eventually just says like, Yeah, well, you know, I okay, I did know he was he's my dad, but yeah. you know, I never met him. He like knocked up my mom, took off. My mom died, and I never I never knew the guy. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> and is this there? Is this around the time that it uh, Mickey Rourke gets chased around by people and then thrown into a bucket of crawfish? He's getting chased around by people, and this is, uh, I believe, I can't remember if this is before or after Charlotte Rampling is found dead. He, he with her heart cut out. With her heart cut yeah, out. Yeah, these uh, these deaths and the deaths are gr- the deaths are, are gruesome. very gruesome. You it's don't un- necessarily see all of it. What well, the one of the dudes that he I think still in New York, a dude that he talks to there. No, this is the guy in New Orleans. Is it Toot New Orleans? Sweet. Is it Toot, Toot Sweet? Another, his, good, another his, great name. Gets his wang chopped off and stuff. You in don't his mouth. see that. Yeah, they don't show that would it. That definitely got him an X rating. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, like, they talk uh, about how he got his dick cut off and shoved down his shoved down his throat, and that's how that's how the cops found him dead. Uh, Speaking of the cops, I really love that the two homicide guys in this are for, first of all, it's Skinny Pruitt Taylor Vince, who's not doing his eyeball thing. Yes, it is. Okay, the whole time I was like, man, I recognize this guy kind of little baby PT, and, okay. and his 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 partner, his more experienced partner, the bad cop, and everybody is fucking Papio Daniel. I don't know who this fucking guy no, is. He's the he's the fat dude from Hard Target. Oh yeah, so who he is. Who they're constantly the shitty cop from the Hard Target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets his ear chopped off. But I mean, he's like doing the the whole like rumpled fat guy with yeah. a big fat suit, just like sweating all the time and yelling at everybody, yeah, dropping guy, racial epithets. Oh, like, this man, on Nolans. This like, man is definitely the kind of local color you want to see in a film. Oh I yeah, mean, the, a the, real like, pig. The racial stuff is interesting in this too because it's probably yeah. like it's absolutely true to the time and also like the way that they treat like 
a black person's death in this and the way that they talk about like when Charlotte Rampling's found dead yeah. is mm-hmm. like, well, this is bad because this is a rich white lady who lives right, in, right. lives uptown. And then meanwhile, they're like, Toot Sweet got his dick shoved down his throat and who fucking gives a shit about this junkie jazz yeah. player or whatever? Yeah, yeah. They like, stay away like, from yeah, them. They wow. stay away from us. We keep it separate. You, this, that's the way we do things down here. Knowledge. And it's not like uh, necessarily a theme that uh, but it's just more. No, it's more it's interesting like, that it's there, especially it, amongst like the the uh, like you know the not inconsiderable cultural appropriation of the way they deal with voodoo in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Which you could you could say is a bit insensitive, eh, but also I mean it's all of a piece. It's just really know. interesting. It is a movie where Satan exists, though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just like you never. <laughs> Satan you know, is, he doesn't know. He's not only exists. He's played by Robert De Niro. <laughs> spoiler, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And he's well, he's like sitting around like hanging out with everybody. Sure. He's just hanging out in churches and shit. Um, he's got a sh- he's got a shitty lawyer at the beginning who I guess gets killed by Mickey Rourke at some point. Yeah, oh, another yeah, spoiler. Most, most people in this movie do. Yeah, most of the people do. Yeah. Sadly, <laughs> brutal ways. Uh, yeah. So this is so it's just him go- like t- interviewing people and then they turn up dead and then he hangs out with uh, Lisa Bonet. They have a kind of immediate attraction to each other, but there might be something more to it. You know, oh, something real creepy about it. Yeah, uh, that we'll find out later. And then it uh, in you know. He, Mickey Rourke is horny through this whole movie and constantly getting rebuffed by ladies, and finally he meets a lady. Not always. I mean, he, the, he's got the one girlfriend. Oh, that's yeah. right. I and then Kathleen Wilhoyd's clearly into him. Because of this movie is very high on the Douglas ratings, just the whole scene that I had even forgotten about is just to him and a naked lady canoodling she's like, like, while she's she gives like, him more information. She, she got works him some, for the newspaper, and she got him a bunch of information, right? Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I take off my bra while I tell you this information? And he, and it's like a scene from Game of Thrones a, or something like that. There's a great part, because she's like, she's like getting naked, and he's like, going, he's like, and he's like talking, he's like, okay, well, here's what's going on. He's like he's like figuring out the, you know, the, the story for us and explaining it while she's like getting naked. Naked behind him, and then at some point he's like, "And what is? And what do I got? And what do I have here?" And she goes, "A hard on." <laughs> and I was yeah. like, this, "This is great! Come on, that's just some good. That's some good corny, hard-boiled stuff." Yeah, there. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yes, yeah, so yeah. There's yeah, exactly. There's a whole scene with a naked lady that you'd forgotten about because uh, yeah, there's because there's a lot of yeah, that there's a lot this. of that in this. Yeah, God bless him. Um, yeah, I mean, he's getting chased by he gets chased by a dog at some point. These yeah. these like two these two goons are chasing him around. They start shooting at him in the in a uh, when he he like runs into like a, a horse stables, and they're like shooting at him and shit. This is the part where the dog gets fucking <laughs> gets fucking nailed by a horse. I did not like that. Oh, but I don't think I it might, was. I might have I, missed that. I don't think they hurt a real dog. Probably. I I don't think so either. But still, yeah. <laughs> but it was like this dog is chasing him, and the dog gets. Gets cracked by some by a horse. You missed that? Nah, I guess so. I don't no, know. No, it was during it. that whole scene where he's in the horse stables. It's like just a lot of scenes of Mickey Rourke like stump, like bumbling away, like running away and like falling through things. And I, I just love the way he is. He barely escapes from things all the time by yeah. by falling through walls and <laughs> getting hurt constantly. I'll he's like limping, say. like the like <laughs> he's limping at the end. I will have to say, maybe the reason that I missed it is I have seen this movie twice now, uh, twenty five years apart. And both times on VHS. Oh, wow. So we had a VHS at the office, and I watched it on that. I watched the lovely 4K transfer. Yes. I'm assuming not the ideal way to watch it. I watched a Blu-ray, and it looked good. Mm -hmm. It looked good. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get get the other 4Ks. I got the gist. uh, And then, wow, we all all watched it in... uh, Different, different. Uh, we all watch it in different formats. Oh, That's man. fun. fun. You Future. format heads out there. All right. So anyway, this movie. I mean, this movie is just a lot of like sort of circling around, getting to the point in like beautiful set set design and you know uh, convoluted uh, 
detective tropes. Yes. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, and it's also this movie's not very long, so it's not like it's this like is a shade under two, right? Is it? I thought it was. I thought it was like closer to an hour and a half. Nah, it's like an hour fifty, is hour fifty five. Yeah, something okay. like that. It was good. I mean, I was I was into it the whole time. Uh, at any rate, uh, he he keeps he keeps getting you know circle. It's like he's like circling back around and around, and he uh, the the sort of climactic confrontation, I guess, is with him and Charlotte Rampling's dad, who's like a big wheel in town. Down at the cracker factory. Big, big fat white suit wearing New Orleans fat cat. Yeah, you that's know. right. I mean, I don't remember. Yeah, I yeah, shouldn't I, have said he was a client. <laughs> I certainly should have said he was possessed by the devil. Yeah. He's absolutely that guy. <laughs> he's, he's that guy. So he's that guy, and he he finally confronts him at this uh, at this like shack, and he's like, "Come on back here. You want to try some of the gumbo?" He's like, "I'm not. I'm not hungry." Also, the whole movie, uh, Mickey Rourke keeps saying, "I got a thing about chickens," yeah, about which chickens. I which I think is hilarious. And at one point, he gets thrown into a whole room full of chickens, and he's like, "Ah, yeah. ah!" It's like that scene where that's Indiana great. Jones is thrown into the snakes in uh, Last Crusade. It's great. I think Mickey Rourke is great. In this. this is this is like during that period when Mickey Rourke was just like fucking nailing it. Yeah, every performance was like this guy is this guy is great and like weird. And plus, this was during that time I think when he was finally kind of going like I don't like being I don't like being considered a handsome actor. I want to do stuff where I'm like where I'm like handsome for a, f- a few minutes in the movie and then the rest of the time I'm beat up or <laughs> ugly or something yeah. covered in blood or crawdads. Right. If only I could. Ha- there's some way I could have a bunch of guys pound my face into hamburger. Yeah. Hmm. Rough. Anyway, uh, so this scene you know, is great with the uh, with the fat man though, because he's like, I don't know nothing about no uh, none of this stuff. And then at a certain point, he finally breaks him down, and he's like, Satan is our lord. Satan is great, and he's going to cover the world in darkness or goes, whatever. And yeah. You're like, wow, shit. Yeah, this guy's been. And this guy's a Satanist. And then of course, I certainly should have. It's too hot today. <laughs> I should have said that. I was a Satanist. And then his and like the whole time, it's this weird scene where Mickey Rourke's doing this weird acting where he's like walking behind him, and he's chipping this ice. Yeah, and like you see blocks of ice hit this guy in the back of the head and shit, and you're like, was this planned that he was gonna do this, or is this some of that real methody Mickey Rourke acting? He's going really coming on here? unglued too, and his, I like and his voice is breaking too. He's going like, what's the point? What's the point? I like how uh, after he comes back, he finds the guy dipped in the gumbo. He like yeah. he like runs outside, and immediately there's like a little table in front of the front he of the steps. He just it flips over. it over. It's <laughs> really funny. He seems because the guy's giving him these details and he's putting him in, putting some a, a very nightmarish uh, image of what's happening together in his head uh, right. of, a, of a truth that maybe he had vaguely been uh, afraid of. Yeah, uh, and I so mean, and so during this scene in particular, I mean he's he's building to a boil like a good gumbo uh, <laughs> the the whole way through, and at this scene he's really starting to pop where he's just flipping out and screaming and smashing everything. But the guy essentially goes like, "Yeah, we broke him out of there in 1943, and then we went to uh, we went to the." You know Manhattan or whatever, right? The hotel. We went to this hotel well, room. No, they went to Ma- they went to Manhattan first, and they kidnapped a, a soldier just returning from yes. the war, which is one of the flashes you keep seeing of Mickey Rourke. His like weird getting getting like memories. crept up on from behind in the yeah. middle of Times Square. Soldier, but also the like you in see question, him like turning around and cutting away yeah. before we see. You his see face. him like kind of, but he's like kissing somebody. You know, these are memories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, man, I mean, and then there's a lot of there's a lot of info dump at the end here, but it's still pretty cool because it's sort of like here's what's been going on the whole time. So that guy's boiled in the gumbo. Yeah, he's all red faced. He runs off and he runs off back to Charlotte Rampling's place and is looking around for these dog tags. He, this guy that scene about. would be great if you know he like Mickey Rourke is flipping out and he pulls that guy out of the gumbo. Just just for, you know give me do, do me this one thing and have him go like all right and take like a sip of that gumbo. Right, just come on. Like, oh yeah, oh, it's pretty good. Come all on. right, you know on set Mickey Rourke did that once and they were like cut. No, don't <laughs> no, do that. No, it's too funny. <laughs> too much. The table flip. We're not going for a like hilarious type vibe the, in this. The table flip is pretty fun because it's like one of those. 
things where he he could he could easily have run around he could easily have avoided the table but it's a much more it's much more it's much more uh, violent if he throws the table unnecessarily <laughs> that scene in uh, wet hot american summer where they're just yeah. smashing everything in the room uh before we get to the end though uh what about that sex scene where lisa oh, yeah. bonet comes that's to his, the most famous part of the comes movie to his sure. room and she's all sexy and he's like and then they and then they just have like this she talks long about, uh, sex scene she, for for whatever thing she's talking about. She talks about having getting fucked by an angel or something like that. She, or the, no, she says because he's asking or, about where who her the, her son's father is. Because like seventeen, that's pretty young to have a kid. She got fucked yeah, by the gods. Yeah, man, she says she got. She said she went down the thing and got fucked by the gods. And they're like, oh man, that must be weird. And she's it's like, best oh, fuck of my best life. Fuck of my life. life. Yeah, she's man. like, wow, we're being very sexy with each other right now. And then they have just like. Some sexy, fucking, bouncy, hardcore sex. Pretty graphic. And then it's, he's living. Then he's the in this leaky room, starts and it starts leaking rain more. And then his blood is leaking from the ceiling all over them while they uh, have sex. And, and it's like intercut with somebody like washing blood off the walls in this room and right, stuff. Right, right. Which was which, which is one of his flashes. One of his one flashes. Flashbacks or whatever. Oof. So yeah. And so it, yeah. So it turns out that Johnny Favorite yeah. sold his soul to the devil. To get famous, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro to get famous, and then uh, once he once he uh, decided once the the sort of the bill came due, he decided he didn't want to do that no more, and so they kidnapped a soldier yeah. coming back from the war. Him and Charlotte Rampling and her dad, yeah, kidnapped this guy. Or no, they dropped him off there. That's right. They just dropped him because they don't because they don't recognize him. They just dropped him off in Times Square. Yeah, he kidnaps the soldier and he's like, I'm gonna. And then he did the right and, so and ate young. his heart and took over his body, and so now he so he was always Johnny Favorite. Mickey Rourke was always Johnny. Favorite. I knew that J- Mickey Rourke was always Johnny Favorite, but I was not. I didn't know about the spe- those specificities of it because yeah. I do find this movie hard to follow. And that's why that's the, why the other the characters, details of the plot that scene that's where why the, the characters don't recognize him when they're talking to him because yeah. they're like they're like otherwise they'd be like you're Johnny Favorite, but they don't know that he's the guy that Johnny Favorite <laughs> took over. Yeah. Ah. Back in 1943. And, and, but that's the whole scene where the the guy who gets stuck in the gumbo, he explains that whole thing to him. He's like, there were incantations, there was rats. Yeah. yeah. We, don't know, we don't know that, we don't know exactly that it's him until uh, Louis Cipher. Yeah. Lucifer. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. <laughs> explains it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then he and then he he has a final. He's like looking at it. Oh, he smashes the um he the, like the like a, a big clue is like the dog tags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he goes he bre- he breaks back into Charlotte Rampling's place and like finds this jar, smashes it. The dog tags are in there and it says Harry Angel on the oh, dog no. tags and he's like I know who I am. I know who I am. And then that's when uh, the, the devil shows up and he's like yeah, slow claps <laughs> him a little bit. <laughs> Which has got to be dangerous out, with Johnny. those fucking claws. Those nails he's got. Yeah. Figured it out, Johnny. You're Johnny, fa- you're Johnny favorite. You owe me one soul. <laughs> no such that thing as a soul. <laughs> May that it'll be gotten donut be forever on your head. Exactly. Uh, yeah. This, this so, is when he puts on a record. Yep. Classic shot where he's got his like long devil claws and he has this old ass, well, I guess it's contemporary phonograph at the time. Right. And puts on a record. We're made again, or some old song. I don't fucking remember. Uh, it might supposed to be a Johnny Favorite song because there's a bunch of people singing Johnny Favorite songs in this. So like, and you get classic. And he, keeps going, he keeps going. What's that tune? And they're like, Oh, it's a Johnny Favorite. You don't know that? He's like, uh, It's always like, There's all this stuff too where he's like playing a piano over for a minute, and people are like, Oh, are you a musician? He goes, No, nah, 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 of course not really. Not, definitely, but not. he, but he is. Yeah. I don't know. It's all the whole movie when you, you know, when you look back at, over it. 
is like, oh yeah, okay, all the clues are there and everything's you see everything once or twice before it's like, oh, now this is revealed to be this thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and you get classic sim- movie symbolism where there's like a broken mirror and he'll be looking into it, so it's like he's fractured. He's, yeah, exactly. His image is fractured. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's, that's the that's like the final confrontation. He, she screams, I know what I am a lot. Or I know who I am. I, I know, know who I am. I know who I am. I know who I am. I know who I am. <laughs> and then he kind of like faces up to it and he's like, yeah, hey, so you're going to burn in hell. Johnny. Anyways, have a good one. Yep. And then he goes back to his hotel room, and <laughs> this is the the image Oof. that the movie leaves you on yeah. is uh, Lisa Bonet has been had a uh, well. She's been killed. Well, she's been killed. I'll tell you that. Yeah. In a this is like the last thing any one of the last things anybody says is the the fat cop who's not Pruitt Taylor Vince is like she got shot. Someone put a gun in a snatch and, and pulled now, the you, trigger. You, I guess you would tell the me that's end. not her gun. That your gun in her snatch. Yeah, and you're like, whoa, well, yeah. Then, and then he's like, you're gonna Jeez. you're gonna burn for this, Harry Angel. Okay, and he's like, yep, in hell. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what the statement means. And then as the credits roll, it's like him descending in the elevator. That's great. Yeah, and then it's just him descending that in the is elevator through, throughout the credits, which is cool. You don't see that. Hardly, ever. certainly yeah. didn't see very much at the time. No, definitely not. Going back and forth, and then and then yeah. the last shot is him like finally reaching the bottom floor, which which is hell. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know. Uh, I mean, he's also going to go to jail. You also get these great images. Oh, you also find out, like, at, when he's, when they're, I think, either when he's talking to the fat man, when he's talking to uh, Louis Cipher, I think, you find, you see flashbacks of him killing all the people throughout Those, the movie. Yes, the that flashbacks happened, which you, you are know, cool. Because Louis Cipher's like, you killed them all. And he's like, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, he's going, I know who I am. And then he's like, oh, wait, no, I killed that. And then shows him, uh, you know, And there's that. Him. Then there's that shot of him walking past the the hooded figure in the outside the room holding the bowl, and it's De Niro. But he's freshly shaved, shaved, shaved and everything, <laughs> yeah. And he's waiting. He's just waiting for that. Uh, he's waiting for that heart. Yep. <laughs> Give me that uh, fucking heart. I want that heart a little bit. There's a scene earlier where he's like uh, peeling an egg. Louis yeah. Cipher's peeling oh, an egg. Oh yeah, I was gonna talk. About and that. like earlier, he's like, you know, they, the the egg is like the soul, and he eats the egg. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I wonder, I wonder who this guy is. But uh, that scene where he's peeling the egg is so funny too, because <laughs> yeah. it's disgusting. Cause yeah. He's got those long, those long claws, and he's just like this slowly while they're having this co- regular ass conversation is just like peeling this egg, and it's just yeah, kind of like very yeah. artfully peeling this egg. Yeah. Dude, would you like this? No, I got a thing about chickens. A thing about chickens. And I think that has that has to do with because there was like a chicken sacrifice of some sort. Yeah. That was part of his uh, his you know Johnny Favorite taking over his body. But I think then it was like it didn't take completely, or Johnny Favorite got lost or confused or something, and like so he couldn't he didn't like fully take over. So Harry Angel still existed while also being <laughs> Johnny Favorite. Yeah. So they were like two dudes in one, two souls in one body. Well, didn't that, doesn't that have something to do with the fact that the soldier, the Harry Angel, has like really bad PTSD? He's like shell shocked, right? So it's like it didn't quite take. Right, that's right. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, there you go. And that's yeah, and that's and that's the that's it. He goes to hell. We've talked a lot about how good this movie looks, but uh, apparently the book takes place entirely in New York City. So Parker was the one who was like, "Let's shoot a bunch of it in New Orleans." Oh, okay. Which is like. A, Genius move of all time. Absolutely. Really adds so much atmosphere and exoticism to this. Well, yeah, and because it, it, it just immediately as soon as something's in New Orleans, it's like okay, now it's like yeah, sweaty yeah. and kind of swampy, and, and, and especially a movie like this. Even when it's the city, it's like that that right. New, or, that New Orleans from movies where it's like a little. You're like I can you can feel the humidity in this movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's hard to fuck up New Orleans in general, but then Alan Parker, Mother Nature's yeah. doing fine. swinging swinging pretty hard. I mean, yeah. this is early early Alan and Parker the period too. the period aspect of it too yeah it's pretty cool alan parker's not like a guy who's all of 
those movies I love, but he's like one of those guys who like I mean he he's he has some pretty awesome stuff right towards the beginning. Uh, yeah, Pink Floyd's The Wall. The Wall, yeah. Midnight Express. I enjoy the Midnight commitments. Express. Fame. Uh, Fame is good. The Life of David Gale. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, boy. you know, you know, like all these Look, guys. Look, they can't all be winners. <laughs> he falls off at some. Travis's point, but, favorite uh, movie, Angela's Ashes. Angela's. <laughs> oh, who could forget Angela's Ashes? Oh man, <laughs> growing up Irish sucks. But you know, I mean, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> the troubles. He kind of he kind of me on personal <laughs> troubles. Growing up Irish. He kind of came out swinging at the beginning, kind of like, uh, you know, going like, doing like, I'm going to do every genre or whatever. And like, you know, this is totally like, I'm going to do a detective movie and also a fucking weird, <laughs> weird mm-hmm. horror movie. Mississippi Burning was kind of a red flag where you're kind of like, yeah. oh, I think yeah. this guy might be a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, you know, I don't, did he write that one? I, I don't, don't know, think. but it's a stupid movie. Because <laughs> he wrote the script for this one. At the time, That's it, right. was, it was, I was considered I was pretty, pretty was, hot it, stuff. It, oh, yeah, it got, Mississippi Burning like got Academy Award nominations and yeah. stuff. It has not aged well. No. no. <laughs> For all kinds of no, reasons. No, it is not. Uh, De Niro and Rourke apparently didn't get along in this movie. That's a, not surprising. That's pretty me normal with Rourke, right? Well, from what I hear, it's because like Rourke got offended because De Niro was doing his thing where he's like, well, I'm Satan. I'm not going to talk to anybody or hang out with anybody while we're shooting. And, and Ricky Rourke got offended. And so they, they like had a falling out. They've never worked together since. And uh, supposedly... Ricky Rourke claims that De Niro got him, basically, like, talk Scorsese out of hiring him for The Irishman. Jeez. For some part in The Irishman. Really? Wow. Yeah. Still? Yeah, like, it seems, like that. it seems very unlikely. That's a long time to bear a grudge. Have you seen pictures of Mickey Rourke lately? He looks like Kenny Rogers <laughs> cosplaying as Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Wow, it's uh, it looks very strange. All right, well, we'll look that up later. He's a, he's been a, he's been a, a fantastically strange looking guy for quite a while now, but yeah. this this After was still, this was still him in sexy in sexy pretty times. Yeah, fuck yeah. I really like Mickey Rourke in the the Rainmaker. Yeah, he's yeah. great in that. As the as, the, as the, sh- the shady lawyer who sort of floats in and out of the movie. I'm a big Mickey Rourke Dick. fan. He's just a guy who fucking. I like yeah. him. In, I like him in Wild Orchid the best. Oh, <laughs> Hot fuck Wild action Orchid. to the max. I mean, we the did, Expendables. What was yes. the other? We talked about him in you one know, other movie. Expendables is an absolute dog shit, unwatchable movie. Mickey Rourke is kind of good in it. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, the only one who is trying. It's, we do like him in Sin strange. City, even though I hate that movie. I couldn't yeah. make it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, the wrestler is good. I couldn't mm-hmm. make it uh, past like ten minutes of the Expendables because it got this scene where they show up at his. Like tattoo, tattoo slash yeah. bike shop, and and like literally every character goes, Hey, bro, hey, bro, bro. And then another guy would show me and go, bro, bro, bro. And I was like, All right, I can't wait. I'm gonna watch this fucking shit. But it, it's, a, it's three of absolutely those movies, terrible movie. Oh, there's a fourth like, one on the way. But Mickey Assholes. Rourke turns up like halfway through. It's kind of a glorified cameo, and it's like, Is Mickey Rourke giving his all in the expendables? <laughs> is he really digging deep for the fucking expendables? Yeah, it's Iron Man wild. 2. Classic stuff. Yeah. I am Rush. I want my bird. Get me my Get bird. Me my b- That's real, though. That That is his bird, and he does demand to have it with him all the time. He's always got to have his critters with him. Yeah, yeah. his chihuahua on uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I can only trust my critters. <laughs> and and apparently on Once Upon a Time in Mexico, uh, he like also the, all the clothes were his, because he was like, I'm going to wear my own clothes. <laughs> Uh, and I'm, bring my dog a set. I've done a lot of work to wipe that movie from my memory, so. <laughs> Those are pretty fun movies. Uh, let's see. There's actually a lot of good uh, quotes in this because it's, uh, it's written in a kind of hard-boiled... Um, Patois? Patois. <laughs> and then you get you get the New York aspect of it and then the right. Nolans aspect of it. Oh, this is this is De Niro, and this is that kind of like vague dance around talk that he's doing at the beginning. Well, I'm not the devil, or am I? You know, 
uh, certain collateral was involved to be forfeited in the event of his death. Uh, The sooner you get out, this is when he's this is when he's pumping that junkie for information. (laughs) The sooner you get on, the sooner you get on with it, the sooner you can shoot yourself to Palookaville. (laughs) If it's anybody ever says Palookaville, you know you got yourself a real noir going on. Uh, I got to think about chickens. Uh, this is I can't remember who says this. If it's it's the one of the, it's the guy on the beach, and I, either he says this to Mickey Rourke or Mickey Rourke says it to him. But don't be a don't be a gazoonie, fella. Yeah, don't be a gazoonie, fella. Don't be a gazoonie. <laughs> Never heard that before. Uh, and this is Toot Sweet, the uh, the jazz musician, and he's talking about some guy named Spider who was in his band. Spider used to play them drums like two jackrabbits fucking. And then he goes, I gotta go, son. Gotta have a piss and a spit and back to work. <laughs> <laughs> have a piss and a spit and back to work. Pretty uh, good. Fun. Gotta go have a spit. I saw you and Toot Sweet bo- boogieing with the cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> Hit the right ha-ha, but the wrong ho-ho. <laughs> if yeah. it's New Orleans, somebody's got to say cock-a-doodle-doo at some point. That's great. Mickey yeah. Rourke is, is using all these like w- like very, very cartoonish movie sort of uh, Brooklyn talk terms. Yes. Which, you know, again, may or may not have been slang at some point, but... Are definitely def- you definitely hear in only in movies. <laughs> and this is the and this is the fat uh, the fat cop, and he goes, "There ain't nothing worse for a cop than people who get killed for nutso reasons." Like, is that true? Is that is that the, the worst thing for a cop? Could be. I don't know. Worst thing for a cop is uh, if he kills somebody, you know, and then the rest of his cop brethren don't back him up. Yeah, got <laughs> code of silence. Right? The, Isn't that yeah, back exactly. him up no matter what, no matter how evil. Isn't that the worst thing for a cop like, "Hey, hey, right, well, come on. I thought we were oh, man. The blue they call it the blue wall. Cuz yeah. then cuz then just, that just cop, like gangsters. Then that cool. Cop, then that cop is realizing that like, "Man, I was the worst one." Yeah. <laughs> these all these other guys hated me. Oh, <laughs> man. Snitches get sti- stitches. We collect <laughs> your tax dollars. Uh ratings. I'm gonna give this four Juds. Jesus, yeah, it's H. really good. Christ. It's like it's really aged very well. It it's you know it, it doesn't feel dated. It doesn't feel corny. It feels like it's it's very sure of itself. It's very confident, mm-hmm. and it it pretty much makes every right choice. I think um, so. And it looks great. It's yeah. full of good performances. As 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 you guys said, like unlike Jacob's Ladder, once you know the twist, it gets better. You know, because there's a lot yeah, of yeah. there's a lot of details. It's baked in, so like you're watching it, and it, like almost it's so loaded, like they're telegraphing it constantly. Right. Yeah, it's mean, not it's not a twist that like ruined that they no, no, makes no. you dismiss what, everything. That it's happened what the beforehand. movies building. It's all it, it building enha- on it. It enhances everything. Yeah. Right, so right. once you know, once you get where it's going, assuming you don't figure it out way ahead of time, uh, <laughs> yes. but that's not really you know they're not really trying to really hide it from you. They're trying to hide it from him. Yeah. Um. And so I think it just all works really well. So yeah, four Juds. Four Douglases. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very sweaty and horny and mm. sexy. And then there's that really long sex scene. Yeah. In the room and, and yeah. Lisa Bone A. Eh? Oh Steamy. No. Yeah. More ways than one. Um. Yeah. And I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. Big vats of fat man gumbo. Uh. Yes. <laughs> Take a spoonful. Just give it a try. Just give it a taste. You're going to hell anyway. There's, there's suit in it. <laughs> There's suit in it. There's 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 dude in there. That guy's been basting in his own juices, and now you know you get to enjoy them. That's, that's what I'm saying. Looks like a big fat piece of gator sausage. <laughs> Just some extra seasoning. Just extra seasoning. Oh, is it me? Yeah, it's me. You go. Oh, it's your turn. We're at a we're sitting in a different arrangement here, so I know. Uh, I'm gonna give it three and a half. I do love the look of it, and the it it, it still plays pretty well, but I, I do have a hard time following it. 
a lot it's just a lot of time boils down to just people having conversations and throwing names around and stuff and it helps that the names are crazy so that that, that helps you remember but it's a lot of names um <laughs> There's a, there's a, like a part at the end I, I only say as as a means of a segue, but th- I think this is De Niro talking about his own lawyer, and I think yeah. he got some somehow the lawyer got killed. I well, Mickey remember. Rourke killed him. Mickey Rourke killed his lawyer. There was a flash of that at some point where Mickey Rourke was imagining killing that guy, and was like wakes up and goes like, "What the fuck? Why did he do like, that?" He's like, "Oh, he's dead." And De Niro goes, "Don't worry, Johnny. No one will mourn one less lawyer," I love which that. is like basically the whole. Uh, you know, the next movie we're going to talk about is just a two-hour-long lawyer joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's four, this is a fucking Ford Douglas movie. Gl- glad to be back in the high Douglas ratings again. We're going to have yeah. another one next, uh, and it's and it's you know you love to see it. You do. And you this do. movie is this movie is like you know sexy, I guess, but then also you know, like gross. And well, I mean, it's we got it all. We forget to we forgot to mention that like when it find, when he finds out he's Johnny Favorite, that means that he's Lisa Bonet. Yeah, he's been dad. fucking his own daughter. And so he's, I mean, he's in a different body, so technically it's not yeah. like the same guy, but it's the same guy. It's the same guy. And that, you know, you know, that was my daughter. I put my, you know, yeah, I killed her in a pretty bad way. <laughs> <laughs> Oop, oops. I feel pretty terrible right now. Uh, 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 but yeah. Grim stuff, and then I'm gonna give it uh, one big ass plank of crawdaddies that, <laughs> that Mickey Rourke falls into. Nice live crawdaddies. Uh, I'm also gonna give it four Juds. I think this movie is great. I think it's a great. I I think it's like one of those. Gr- if you haven't seen this, it's just an, it's an awesome example of that kind of like super hyper stylized like uh, like noir that I like. Uh, but it but this one I think works better than a lot, and it's not like. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's a pastiche or anything. Yeah. It just exists in this, like... I, I love set design like this. It's just, like, choking on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? I love it. And the cinematography's great, too. Uh, and, yeah, four, four Douglases. For cool. sure. Come on. It's raining blood on them while they fuck. And they're graphically it's fucking, very gra- it's, it's like this... It's like and it's you, like you, a... A sort of uh, way of showing people fucking that you rarely see in movies, where it's just like, there it is. That's it. There, jeez. And they are going hardcore at it, and at times it's like, are it, they both into this? Are they... No. Yeah. Oh, no, they are. No, it they're was, not. It are was they? rumored it's that they were actually having sex in this as well. I think Mickey Rourke claimed yeah. that they were, but then possibly Lisa Bonet said that they weren't, you know? Yeah, so, like, it, well, I'm going to believe her. I don't remember that it at all. It seems like they aren't, but it also is a very, very graphic and sweaty and wet and yeah. bloody Bloody of all things, uh, sex scene. So yeah. yeah, four, four, <laughs> four Douglases, uh, and then I'm gonna give it one thing about chickens. One thing about chickens. One thing about chickens, because this guy constantly—he says that constantly, and uh, I don't know. I Sorry, don't know about the goddamn that. chicken got overcooked. I, I don't know about that. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> Sorry, the goddamn chicken got overcooked. Pal. Uh, I don't know oh, about yeah. that. I don't know about that. I'm from Brooklyn. Got thing about chickens. Uh, his name's Chevalier. Uh, he's uh, some kind of Corona. Chevrolet. <laughs> Chevrolet Corona. No, Chevalier. Chevrolet. That's, That's what I said. said. That's Chevrolet. What I said. All I'm right. An atheist. I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Angel Heart. Uh, yeah, that's Angel Heart. Heart of Angels. Now moving. Uh, well, we did Angels, so how about Devils now? Oh. How about advocating for them for once? The Devil's <laughs> Advocate. A young attorney has the chance of a lifetime. Bill Chadwick Waters. We want you to come to New York. All expenses, first class, travel, and lodging. You and your wife. Oh, my God. He will enter a place of wealth and ambition. We've got 40 partners vested at the moment. In addition to our corporate clients, we're currently representing about 25 foreign countries. He's got you scheduled for 15 minutes, so make the most of it. John Milton. Kevin Lomax. Well, what's that like? One day you're putting them away, next day you're setting them free. It takes a little getting used to. It pays better, though, doesn't it? 
Welcome to Babylon, Ma. Speak of the devil. <laughs> a world of power and seduction. Who's that with the senator? Controlled by one man. I swear he can hear us. Hell, he can smell us. He will make your dreams come true. Wanna come upstairs and... No. <laughs> he will grant your fondest wish. I'm just warming my hands on your talent. You know what I see? I see the future of this law firm. Now, I, I said earlier this is based on a novel, but I mean, even if it weren't, it's just like, you imagine whoever came up with this going like, wait a minute, the devil's advocate and its lawyers. <laughs> oh my, it's like galaxy brain. This is a... This is, is a, a very, very stupid movie that I have always had a soft spot for. I think a lot of, Yeah, I think this we all is, feel that way. This is a movie that I... I enjoy this less than the other two Partly because I think it's too damn long. Oh yeah, for, for, for being it, just a basically a glorified lawyer joke. It's it's this, the devil. Two twenty four is a little bit of a stretch. Too much the stuff. <sighs> there's there's stretches of this movie where you're like, why am I watching? Mm. Like, cause, and you, and this movie is like I said earlier. It's like right. It's like the trailer for the movie gave away what the movie's building to. Yes. Right. The poster for the movie Al essentially Pacino gives is it away. The devil. It's basically if you were a lawyer. You can't sell this movie without giving it away, but the movie still treats it like it's a fucking twist. Yes. So You know what you know what it is. Say it, baby. You're spending two hours till you get to the last like half hour. Yeah. Satan. Of like Call me dad. Of it of it getting to the point where there's the one scene that you're looking really looking forward to. And yeah. there's there's good stuff peppered throughout. Al Pacino but, is always fun in this movie, but, but the whole movie should be him lot, ranting and raving at the the whole movie should just be that last yeah. scene. There's yeah. a lot of Keanu there's Reeves. There's a lot of stuff that isn't that stuff. There's a lot of Keanu Reeves and uh Furiosa being very bad. In yes, this movie. they're fucking Oh, they're terrible. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Keanu it's Reeves embarrassing. Is, Keanu Reeves is doing a quote unquote accent. They're both doing accents. I she, want to be she, in that law. In, that, uh, in, in her defense, in Charlie Theron's defense, she, well, in her defense, she is doing the accent the whole time. Yes. In Keanu Reeves' non-defense, he is just sometimes doing the accent the when co- it when it seems necessary. The combination of that voice and that accent is just they. It I mean, they should have just done a screen test and been like, "God, Keanu, we love you, but come on, we can't." I mean, do why this. does he have to have an accent just because he's from Florida? I'm it's from like Gainesville, Florida. I've got so to talk like this. Well, you can't have a, co- a character I, I from mean, Florida not talk like this. They're kind of supposed to be doing a thing where he's like, you know, he's a country he's a boy hick. in the city a little bit at times too, yes. you know, or whatever. None of that works. It doesn't come across at all that he feels at all, in any way out of his element. I mean, I don't know that that's what it's supposed to be. I don't know. Maybe it was just like, do an accent or whatever. You know, Taylor Hackford directed this. He's English. He doesn't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. From the, the director of Against All Odds. Yeah. Yeah, this is better than that. Sure, the sure. husband of, this has, uh, of this Helen has, Mirren. Yeah, yes, Helen Mirren's husband. This has some fun stuff in it. Sure, uh, and I think that it like ultimately it, it ends it ends in a high note. Absolutely. Uh, so th- it has you, that going. It takes for a it. while to get there. It's a lot of stuff where you're like, ugh. It opens in an extremely uncomfortable way that is like kind of almost makes you like, geez, do I want to watch this movie from the beginning because it's him like defending Frank Sabatka, who's a child, oh, a child molester. molester. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and it's Heather like, Ma- for Heather Matarazzo too. Heather Matarazzo is great in her one scene, and sure. she and it is, but it's also like it's really that scene was kind of hard. You used to, to call watch. him a pig monster. 
No, not that part. You called him a fat pig monster. That the part where she's like talking about what happened is like Jesus yeah. Christ. Is this is how you open your fucking movie. Uh, Although yeah. it made me Wait, think of like you open your movie that's gonna turn into a goddamn fucking cartoon at the end where <laughs> Al Pacino's like I'm the devil and there's like fucking cartoon characters wor- swirling behind her, uh, him and shit. And her like, scene where she's on the stand talking about how Frank Sabaka like put yeah. his hand up her skirt. I was like. This is very gross and uncomfortable, but I couldn't stop picturing the Dawn Wiener version of the same scene where she's like, she's like where she is where she is making that up. Or <laughs> yeah, or and she's making it up because maybe she kind of wanted him to do it because yeah. it would have made her feel you know. And it's like the Todd Solon's version of that scene, which is somehow funnier but also way worse. Yeah, right. It's both. I did re- having I just just rewatched uh, Welcome to Dollhouse and Happiness not too long ago, and I think they're both great. Welcome to Dollhouse, I think, is awesome, <laughs> and she's fucking great in it. But yeah, but she's she's good in her one scene here. But it's just but Frank Sabatka, uh, I can never remember the actor's Chris name. Chris Bauer. Chris Bauer. He's like he's like literally just being like a like she's telling the story he's about like rubbing the he's table. He's like rubbing the table. He's reaching he's, his hand and she's like describing what happened to her as a trauma, obviously, and he's reaching into his pants to like jerk it to, and he's like and he's like hey, his hands, stop doing that. His hands. Wedding Stop and jerking shit. off. No jerking off in court. And Keanu Reeves has to leave the courtroom. Can we get a recess, like, please? He's so offended <laughs> by his client. His client comes out and goes like, what are you doing? What's the matter? What's the matter? He's like, you I defend, man. You, you fucking, defend my pedo- pedophile ass right you now. You fucking raped all these girls. Yeah. I like uh, I like how matter. Chris Bauer gets up to chase him as he as he's running out of the courtroom and the Chris Bauer's wife is like standing there and he's like not now shut up honey <laughs> shut uh, up he says shut up <laughs> Chris Bauer should be thanking David Simon every fucking day for like because he was just gonna be playing pederasts in, in the machine for his entire career <laughs> Dubov from Face Off <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he's got that kind of face um. But yeah, this uh, this is pretty ridiculous. And this movie's got it was like it must be a favorite amongst QAnon people or something because it's <laughs> like the devil and pedophile pedophilia. Like everybody, all the ba- the devil's defending pedophiles basically is what's happening, and they're all rich, powerful people and stuff. It all sure it well, all comes together. So Keanu Reeves goes in the bathroom and splashes water. So he's like, "What am I even doing? What am I even doing? What's going on? Ugh. Whoa! I'm from Florida. I'm definitely from Florida." <laughs> do I want to do this? Do he, I want to be a lawyer and lie for these sick people? Yeah. He goes, but, back, I, but I'm, I'm very, I'm, fa- I'm, I got vanity. He can't lose. He's never lost. He's never lost a case. And he goes back and he and he fucking he doesn't fucking lose. wins the case. He wins the case against where he, you know. So he wins the case for this child molester, and then and then they're all out partying right after him and his hot wife Charlize Theron. And some of their I love it. I love that they're, they're, like, they're like they're partying. Like, and they, but they like, but she's like, they like even start talking about it a little, and she's like, "Don't talk about it." Yeah. And you're kind of like, "Yeah, I mean, first of all, like this is kind of fucked up. You guys are partying after winning that case, and also like, <laughs> also a little but, respect, please. But also, she's right. Don't talk about it. Well, isn't there a reporter? We're trying to party here. Stop talking about the child molester that we just got off the hook. So isn't there a reporter in the bathroom? Who's like, yeah. get win them all. You finally lost the case. Yeah. It's too bad. And yeah. then he's partying with them he's later. Partying with them later. And yeah. She's like, shut up. And then she's like, don't talk about it. Let's do these tequila shots. Yeah. And then there's like a montage of them doing shots. Yeah. <laughs> they should which, be doing coke too. Which is I mean, a lot of a lot of this movie is like stuff like that and why it's over two hours long for some yeah. fucking reason. They should have some like blue some like nice pink rock meth that they're snorting off oh, the bar. Yeah. The you know? Gaines the good Gainesville stuff. Yeah. The crystal blue <laughs> blue persuasion. Uh that um dude who's who's the reporter, he's somebody, right? I yeah, don't remember. Probably. He's an actor. Right, Everybody's somebody. Yeah. yeah, you're right, Kevin. <laughs> when you think about it. <laughs> but then they get they get recruit. He gets recruited by uh, what's the what's the guy's uh, what's the character's name? Lou Cipher. No, Lou Cipher. It's not. But it's, Say ten. He gets he gets recruited by a guy. 
who he wants he wants him to come to New York for his law firm and and do a jury selection for this trial that they're going to do. Yeah. And uh, and he's going to be there. It's like all expenses paid. We'll give you this lump, this giant amount of money, whether or not we win the case or you take the job. Blah blah blah. We just know that you'd. You just, we know that you would kill it at this jury. This selection. is very, yeah. very strange. Because that's that's like the way he says he wins all his cases because he's good at jury selection. But this is fucking weird because because this guy's from like the big city and he's offering these this you know big, this big dream come true thing mm-hmm. earlier than he expected or whatever, and he doesn't believe it at first. And he, when he's talking to this guy, he's like, "Yeah, okay, it's some kind of prank that you're doing on me right now. Okay, whatever." And also the black thing, you being black, that's just brilliant. Yeah. Like what the fuck he is he talking part of the prank? He and you're like, like I, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's he's like, because he, because he thinks that they're, he's, I guess he thinks whoever's pranking him, he's gonna buy it faster because they send a black guy from New York. Yeah, have, even, even Josie no thinks this is bad. Uh-oh. Josie disagrees as well. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. That's very strange. He is from Florida, though. Yeah, Florida, I mean, which I is guess it's supposed to be that Florida's dumb and racist. I do like I do like how old fashioned and, and just like uh, antiquated it is. Where it's kind of like you need to leave that horrible den, den of iniquity of New York City and come back to the land of <laughs> milk and honey and right. innocence, Florida. Florida. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. Go back to the crucible of innocence, Florida. It's, it's that fucking like city country bullshit that yeah. movies do, where you go like Meh. that is city country. That's that horseshit has not aged well. Yeah. Oh no, not I'm at not all. Not saying New York is like the most innocent, wonderful place in the world. I'm sure it's a total right. den of corruption. But come on, Florida. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, not Florida. And even even in like 1997, not Florida. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Uh. So yeah, yeah. And so he's going he to go work for Al Pacino, <laughs> yeah. who is the devil. <laughs> John Milton. It's, John it's Milton. another his famous lawyer. It's, and that's actually like I mean that's like Milton. More clever but less than Louis Cipher. Louis yeah. Cipher. And Milton wrote Paradise Lost. That's Correct. The Paradise yeah. Lost guy. Okay. You get it, Paradise Lost. Oh, it's a thinker. It's a thinker. It's a way homer. It's no. Oh. It's, it's no. It's no Louis Cipher. I'm just a, getting warmed up. But at, the, at the end, at the end, Keanu Reeves does not go. Even your name is from a fucking dime store novel. <laughs> even I don't uh, even. Keanu Reeves is like even your name is from. What's your name from? I don't even know. I don't get it. I'm a lawyer, not a fucking literature a major. I win. I don't read. I win. Dad. Ooh, bingo, the boy's alive. <laughs> Thanks. How's your skin, Dad. son? <laughs> the snake pit. First you're going to pull me 20. Then you're going to give me 20 more. Uh, you got to get a license to own a dog. Then you're going to pull KP. Anyway. The grease pit. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Keep going. It's always good. Anyway, so yeah, he goes He goes to, to our visit. Patreon episode. Was it yeah, good? I think Is so. It's always good. He uh he goes to see the the fancy lawyer office John Milton's lawyer office in a in a giant building in New York City and and John Milton is obviously the devil. <laughs> like, I'm the devil. I mean he's like winking and blinking the whole time he's doing some shtick like every second that he's on screen it's a wonderful shit performance from Al Pacino. Yeah, oh, yeah. this is real crap. Completely having fun. They they give him so I mean it's but it's obviously the best part of the movie by far. Yeah. Al Pacino fully understands what the project is. You see what why he's, he, what he's doing here. You, you see why he signed on for he's sure. He's having fun. Yeah. Yes. He's like he's like oh Charlize I Charlie Theron and Keanu Reeves think they're making a real movie. Uh Yeah. Al Pacino they're, knows exactly know, what the score is. They're young too, so they're just yeah. like oh, This was written by Tony Gilroy as well. Yeah, I, I mean, believe so 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 to speak. 
Yeah, he did another he's on the, far he's, more nuanced and better lawyer movie called Michael Clayton right. years later. Yeah. Uh, but this one is is all just sort of like, what are you lawyers? They sure are crooked, huh? <laughs> he's, the first thing that I John Milton... a thousand lawyers at the bottom of the ocean? I mean, this law firm... The devil's advocate. The devil's advocate. <laughs> this law firm in particular is crooked because yeah. it is run by the devil. Uh, the devil. Satan, Bezelbub, and Mephistopheles. And his, his, his assistants are the, the guy that uh, tricked Keanu Reeves into getting up here in the first place. Yeah. And uh, Jeffrey Jones, Jeffrey noted pederast Jeffrey Jones, <laughs> and uh, and Eddie Barzoon, Eddie is Barzoon, his name. Con- convicted of yes uh, child pornography since not at yeah. the time but since since no no not then but afterwards yeah after this and then uh, and then didn't serve any time the the dramatically he went to jail. scary red haired oh. Connie Nielsen yeah Connie Nielsen uh, yeah it's a real we're having a real Connie Nielsen assance over here uh, we, we got our gladiator episode oh, yeah. yeah. Right. She was either coming Mars, out too. before or after this. Yeah, uh, I like Connie Nielsen. Uh, she's and fine she, in this. She's oh, yeah. naked. She's naked a whole bunch in this, and yeah. she, she, she's good too, as well. Yeah, I guess she seems she seems she's, a little bit. She's well, a little I mean, bit more fun. It's a character that's like. I mean, I it, yeah. She's she's doing what she can with this underwritten character, and she has fun in that last scene. Yeah. They made this poor. They made to. this poor Danish woman speak Italian a bunch in it, so that's got to be that's got to be hard for her. <laughs> Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Well, it's not I mean, any. She might know it, Italian. It seems to be easier for her than Keanu Reeves speaking English without his uh, Florida accent. I mean, the thing is, if Keanu Reeves was just like, I'm, 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 I'm from Florida, and he talked like Keanu Reeves, it, it would, it would be, fine. be fine. It but would he's, not be a problem. But at he's all. just slipping in and out of this Florida accent the whole time, this quote unquote Florida accent, and it just doesn't. Yeah. You're like, what? Is, what is even? What if? if and Charlize Theron could totally have her re- regular Rhodesia accent if she wanted to, and that would be fine too. <laughs> Whatever. Some Afri- 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 Afrikaner accent. <laughs> Afrikaner accent. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't the lawyer to change the course of your life, freaks? She should be like Patsy Kensett in, in Lethal 2. I can't drink that many glasses of wine in the daytime. <laughs> Let's put some Oreos in the chili rings. I'm going to have to slice my neck open with a piece of glass. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> really? Spoiler alert. Slow down, slow down. Spoiler, yeah. Uh... So yeah, he's so he's he's does a jury selection. Uh, he yeah. does the jury and selection, and it's and it's for uh, and the trial is for uh, Delroy Lindo, yeah. who's accused of uh, illegally slaughtering a goat. This movie in his voodoo have, rituals. This movie does yeah. have like a pretty loaded cast, and they get like people like Delroy Lindo for like a tiny, tiny part. Delroy Lindo barely has any dialogue in this know, movie. Mostly, he just sits in the courtroom looking like ah, I'm evil. But it's just amazing that they got Delroy. That Delroy yeah. Lindo was like, oh yeah, for for like such a weird tiny part. And he's he start he's immediately doing spells in front of Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves has just showed up in New York and people are doing voodoo spells and he's like, yeah. This is well, that's the big city. Well he's I like, guess. I gotta somebody take me to see this this guy, the client, and this kid is like, All right, let's go into the fucking darkest, dingiest, scariest basement in all of Manhattan yeah. <laughs> where he slaughters goats. Yeah, the rent is probably still $3,000 a month. I mean, come on. Uh, and Delroy Lindo like, un- un- like has the giant cow's tongue, and he like puts it on a table and <laughs> yeah. throws a bunch of nails on it, and you're like, this is making me hungry. You boys like tongue? <laughs> a little, little Anne Ramsey for you. Sure. Uh, 
And then, and then his little tongue spell it, 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 when he's in, in tri- at, at the trial. Keanu Reeves is making wild, is doing crazy lawyer, brilliant lawyer stuff, and the other guy's trying to like protest and be like, I, uh, uh, what, "What is it that lawyers say when they don't like a thing that's objection? Being, objection, Your Honor." Yeah. <laughs> he starts and coughing, he starts yeah. coughing, and the and the judge is like, "This fucking guy," and is coughing. Like, the judge is, like, absolutely yeah. cannot stand this guy coughing. Yeah. He actually says, like, good God, man, pull yourself together. <laughs> and then somehow that works. It, well, he couldn't say he was coughing, so tr- trial one over. It's one of those things that I love about movies and courtroom scenes is there's, like, this persistent myth that, like, any kind of social faux pas or mild, like, you know, uh, just sort of discomfort, like, oh, the guy's coughing too much, or like, oh, his tie is a little messy, will make the judge be like, guilty! Like, it's <laughs> yeah. like completely the entire yeah. case hinges on this, but like, these weird little nuances of propriety. Yeah. These judges are fickle. Everything's uh, got to be just so. Exactly. <laughs> That's how the law works. If your lawyer is coughing when he's trying to say uh, objection, then uh, that objection is not... Get on out of here. Get get out of here. Get a license. Coffin. But he Unbelievable. Gets him, but he, Fix your esophagus, sir. But he gets him uh he gets him <laughs> off because he gets him off the off the charges because it's like uh because he says like religious rights or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Some fucking bullshit. The, oh, they're, they're I mean, he's re- got a really good case. It's, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's true. But I, that does remind me of a true thing, because he's going like, uh, snake handlers. and uh, yeah, right. he's uh, just talking about Christians, Christians believe that you're eating the actual body and blood of Christ. That's cannibalism, isn't it? Blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. He's right in this case. But there there was a time in middle that's school. Why, that's why he's the judge and you're the law-talking guy. The law-talking guy. <laughs> uh, there was a time in middle school when a, guy, a cop came to talk to a uh, 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 st- students, and it was the sort of like scare you, scare you about the, the world. So you be, be be careful and not get into strangers' cars, sort of speech. Uh, and the cop didn't work for you. The cop said, "For real, I remember this really vividly." He's like, "These Satan worshippers, they kidnapped a child, a child your age, and they kept him in their basement for three months, and they broke." All of his. Uh, this is the part I remember the most vividly. Cause, uh, for uh, you might have, he broke. They broke all of his toes with a pair of pliers, and of course, they when they when it went to trial, they had to let him go because he was observing his religious rights. <laughs> this was his religion, and that, and it's like that. Sure. The cop was trying to convince us that that's the way the world works. Unbelievable. And you're like, you're like, I think they could have gotten him on the kidnapping charge. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. I really don't think it applies to kidnapping and breaking kids' toes. I don't no. think that's I, right. I, I think like, I might be 12 and you're a cop, but I think I'm right <laughs> and you're dead wrong on this one. In this case, Daryl Lindo was was like killing a goat or something. Right. Yes. I think. I think, like, he, I think. I think he was. I think yeah. it's technically not. Ill, it was like a thing where you go like, actually, it's not. That's like doesn't seem like it's actually illegal. Certainly doesn't seem like it would go to trial. Like, well, you could, it's like you could do whatever you want and you're. Home. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. you own the goat. Yeah, as long yeah. as it's not somebody else's goat. It's don't it, kill. Don't you, you can you can pick your friends. You can kill your goats, but yeah. you can't kill your friends' goats. That's right. Exactly. Those are the rules. And you can't invite them in. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna happen to the goat? Uh, so that's so that's step one. That's like the first big trial, and uh, and Keanu Reeves is moving up the ranks, moving up fast. Yeah. And meanwhile, moving Eddie Barzoon is up to some like weird stuff. Uh, and Al Pacino is finally getting to say some like awesome stuff. He'll be like, "There's like lots of great on location photography where yeah. it's just Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves just walking, walking around, around in New York." York. Yeah. It's well, there's pretty a glorious. there's a great scene where he first seduces him into, or he first like propositions him into being a, a, a lawyer at his firm. They where they're, up on to the that, roof. they're on that roof with the like the roof. Walk, with the, the roof with the water, you know, roof. going off the edge of the 
the pools of water going on. That's like it's great. It's like a great set. There's neat. a lot of there's a lot of really great sets in this movie. Yeah, there's but there's the also set, a lot of really the, really shitty green screen work with them like up on those those things. Yeah, like, oh. some of it's awful. There's, there's, no, that scene that scene is okay because I like the set design. Yeah, and yeah. stuff. But there's there's a scene later where he's talking to Connie Nielsen. Oh yeah, and it's like night. there's this big blue halo around everything. And you're like, oh no, they didn't do it all <laughs> the way. Scene, that scene, but I feel like that must have been a reshoot. I mean, maybe like they the did have some year. reshoots. It really almost. looks bad. Maybe the, I mean, but I like Al Pacino. Uh, Al Pacino's office is awesome. With yeah, that yeah. Big, it's great. But with that He's big boss relief behind him, that thing. Powerful. Now that thing, they got sued for that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. So the the version that that you can just generally find now, I don't even think Scarecrow has the DVD, the original DVD. They might, but if we do, it should have an RBA on it. But it's like that that big boss relief statue. The artist who created it sued them for not u- getting his permission to use it. Oh, so, like, fuck. the thing that's actually in the movie that we probably all watched, that they, they had to re-release the DVD and, like, like paint it out and, like, alter it so that it didn't resemble the guy's work. Okay. Because yeah. uh, I saw this in the theater, and it was very different, but what they did, I mean, looks similar enough that you get the gist. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, there's some, like, special effects in there that are so-so, but it's cool. Like, it's all yeah. moving around. Like, yeah, 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 I don't know. I like it. That anyway, cool. well, anyway, at any Soul's rate, fucking in hell. Anyway, his, uh, well, that's that's interesting, but his whole office is, like, really cool. It's definitely, no like, the bed. devil's. It's definitely the Where devil's. Where does he sleep? Uh, he doesn't sleep. Where does he fuck? Everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I get blowjobs under the table when I'm having lunch with my buddies. And is that? I'm Satan. Is that <laughs> office, is that at the top of the building that he moves Keanu Reeves and her into, right? The house, the the, the building the where they all live together. Yeah, I th- maybe I don't know, or maybe think, it's their office. I'm I can't not sure. remember. Uh, I think it is, but but anyway, he moves them into this building that's like haunted, and it's like they all live there, and it's like or it's not haunted, but it's like to it's basically there too, like. Uh, and this is where turn turn Charlie Theron into a crazy person. Yeah, for some reason, part of their plan is to make Charlie's Theron go nuts. Uh, well, and also like I mean, you know, he points out because he's like he's like she's like he's she's losing it and stuff, and she just she, she and and he's like, hey, she needs you. You should quit this case and do it. And he's like, no, but I can't lose. So he's like, I had to give you the choice to to yeah. to not let your wife he's, become a he's fucking the crazy fair, person. He's the fair devil in this. He's always giving uh, Keanu Reeves an out, which is free one will. of the many one of the many reasons why the devil is not scary. Free will is. <laughs> One of, it's one of those one of those outs you ha- you got. I gotta follow my own rules. That's why I'm so scary. <laughs> <laughs> I got contracts. Are you terrified yet? I like the scene at the party where he's he starts flirting with Charlize there, and he's like, "You gotta put your hair up." Yeah, a woman's shoulders are the front lines of a yeah. mystique, <laughs> and her neck, if she's alive, has all the mysteries of a border town. A no man's land. Pacino is like so the part where he's fun like, if, if, I, "If I touch your hair, and all these people are looking at us, they're gonna think we're fucking." They go fucking. There's a there's this great part where he's talking about how he's like nobody sees him coming sort of thing. He's talking about how he's underrated and and he's uh there's this beautiful girl. She just fucked me 40 ways from Sunday. She walks to the bathroom. Well, tries to walk. <laughs> she looks back at me. Little old me thinks how the hell did that happen because she feels that she's just been fucked by the Roman army. <laughs> I'm the hand up Mona Lisa's skirt. Yeah, he's he's very fun. He's saying stuff like that constantly, constantly throughout the whole movie. Oh yeah, it's his whole deal. And I mean, it's like he says it uh, periodically throughout the movie as the plot's going, and then for a straight for half hour <laughs> at the end of the movie is just him giving a long speech. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the, and it's the best part of the movie. Oh no, it's, by it's, far, it's not even close. Yeah, it's by far the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. this is like a two, two and a half. Judd movie for me bumped up to three just bumped for up that. to three Absolutely. because of because of the way it ends which is silly and stupid but the only thing that could have said because otherwise it's like kind of, you're kind of like why is this movie so long yeah. it's getting through this stuff and there's crazy stuff throughout 
It's just yeah. not. It's like it ain't that crazy. No, and if it was more condensed, it would be crazier. Yeah, but honestly, the like craziest s- thing is Keanu Reeves and Charlize Theron's accents. And I mean, there's it's, the part where bananas. I mean, there's the part where Charlize Theron like goes it starts going wine, crazy. David. It wasn't the wine, David. She it wasn't the wine. It's a fucking insane. She's naked in this church and all cut up, and then she, you know, slices her own throat and stuff. On a scale of one to ten, one being. The most or, depraved, or ten being the sexual most depraved theater. sexual theater that you've ever seen, and one being the aver- average roll in the hay between you two. The average, did, this is the average run through at the Lomax house. <laughs> what we did was eleven. He, yeah, no, he, he actually goes. It's seven. He says it's a seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, what we did was seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he like he like okay. doesn't. It's like I thought he said eleven. No, no, no. no. It's really funny. He's like, uh, he's like ten being the worst, one being the most I think boring. It's seven. And yeah, he settles on seven. Huh? Like, That's no. He one hundred percent does weird and doesn't make any sense. He like well, no. holds up his fingers and he kind of goes like seven. Well, no, because you know you make because he's like saying that it's like, it's like that was the, what he did was really depraved. But it's not even close to as depraved as he can get. I could have been worse. <laughs> exactly. It was yeah. not as bad as you'd think. And then Ke- and then Keanu Reeves like empties a full clip into him. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, ah, he's like, ah, ooh, ah, ah, hold on ah, to that fury. Ah. I love it. I mean, this movie he's is right. <laughs> it's seven. Yeah. This, this, I don't get it. Well, because he's no, because he's like on a scale from one to ten, ten being the worst, most depraved thing he could do. This was only a seven. There was room. I could have done and, worse. And what he did was really fucked up. It yeah. fucked her up. It fucked her up so much that she, she had to commit she suicide. I don't like open. it as much as eleven. Ah, oh, it's so much fun. I think it's, funny. I think it's funnier is... that he has to like figure out how bad it was. You can see him thinking like, "Who's it? An and eight? Then, no, it's a seven. He, and then when he figures it out, he's like, "Not the worst. I, not the worst I could do. Yeah. Not the worst I could do. I didn't. I held back a little. I'm and taking it. Like, wow, I'm taking it down bad. a full star because of this. Talking about. I always thought it was eleven. I think it's funnier. I think it's twenty five percent funnier than eleven. I disagree. It's way funnier. Eleven is the obvious. Cornball joke. Yeah, that's 11, what I'm 11's like it was really bad, and you're like, wow, that's so bad. But seven is like, because you've seen what happened to this. And he lady. had to think about it a little bit. He yeah. had to be like, how bad was it? Seven. He's, and he's like, he's like, eh, it's it's not the it's not so bad. I could do a lot worse. And you're like, geez, you could do worse than that. That's pretty fucked the up. We where, saw that lady. We saw that lady naked it body to him where she's really all bad chopped, too. cut up and stuff. Where she's like, he fucked me, and I think uh, maybe I wanted him to, but I don't know. And I also. I didn't want all the cuts necessarily. She goes crazy and sees like a ghost baby at some point. Yeah. That, like is uh, we forgot to talk about the ghost baby at the end of Angel Heart. The ghost baby. There's, oh, there's no, a, a, the oh, last no, shot it's, is the demon baby. baby. It's her baby, but it's it's really funny because it's got uh, devil eyes and it's got these. De- <laughs> but like if you you know because the baby's the baby's like pointing at him and yeah. his arm is moving, but it's clearly just like a cutout. Of the baby's yeah. face that's just been like pasted onto the real baby's head, so that it, so that it can have so the, the spooky eyes. Effect. Yeah, they're not gonna put those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because because uh, 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 Louis Cipher had those eyes earlier. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Just a funny shot. Anyway. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's that's like the second to last shot of the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, shot a lady in the vagina, demon baby, the end. Elevator. <laughs> and we're out. And we're yep. Out. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. The baby. Uh, oh, the baby and devil's advocate is merely playing with a pile of guts. Yeah, that's that's it. all that's happening it's here. It's pretty gross, but uh, but yeah, she's just going nuts. And there's a, there's a scene where she's where he's fucking her on the floor, and then every time he thrusts, he pulls back, and it's Connie, Connie Nielsen, Nielsen, and it's yeah. going. And she's like, "Where are you? Where are you, Kevin? Kevin? Oh yeah, Kevin! I forgot Kevin! That, I forgot that his name was Kevin, and I hate that. I hate it when a main character in a movie's named Kevin. What about the Kevin? bird and up? Because they say, uh, 
kind of. I like the bird in Up, but they don't say they, they say they don't say the bird's name as much in Up as they do say his name Kevin in this. Yeah, movie. Yeah, that's true. And they're constantly Kevin, Kevin. And his mom no is Kevin, there going Kevin, no Kevin. Meanwhile, Keanu Reeves yeah. Kevin has Lomax. to defend Craig T. Nelson on a murder beef. Craig T. Right. Nelson as Donald Trump. That's basically Donald Trump. Yeah, he's uh, not doing an impression, but he, uh, you know, he has the look. Donald he's Trump. a he's a real estate developer. He yeah. lives in literally Donald Trump's house yes. in Trump Tower. They shot that scene in Donald Trump's house. Yeah. Donald Trump obviously maybe not ca- not catching the parallels here. Just yeah. like yeah, movie movie put do movie in my house. That's great. Real big, real big, big great big movie, big, real big, big movie. Al Pacino. Um, he was pointing at all the things. He's like, man, woman, TV, camera, TV, <laughs> TV, person. Love that Bible. Uh, <laughs> Second best book. So yeah. So Craig, Craig, <laughs> Craig T. Nelson, he probably did it. Yeah. But uh, has I, has people like doing an alibi for him and stuff? And I think at the end, you it's like it's like you're not sure for a bit, and then at some point, Keanu Reeves realizes like. Oh, he did do it, and then yeah. you're. That's when you're. That's also. There's all these outs where it's supposed to be like where he's building to being yeah. the devil's advocate, right, or whatever. And he and could. He could where excuse you're like, where himself. You're like, he could. Ex- he, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like where he finds where he like this lady. He, oh, you were having an affair with this lady at the time of the murders. Okay, and they bring the lady in, and he's like, "Is he circumcised or whatever?" And she's kind of like, "This is great." Ugh. Yeah, this and is he's a funny like, scene. I mean, it's really funny because Keanu Reeves is acting. Is he over circumcised? You couldn't tell me if he was cut or not. This is his line. You've been polishing, and he yells it. You've been polishing his knob three times a week for six months, and you don't know if he has foreskin. Yeah, <laughs> great. That's and a fun. Like, that's a fun thing for Keanu Reeves to yell in that accent. Yeah, yeah. And then he's fed up because he realizes that the the alibi is bullshit, and that he probably did murder those people. It's oh, got yeah. that really funny courtroom scene that you you often see in movies like this, like from all, all kinds of like courtroom thrillers, where the guys like the lawyers like. I don't even like my client. Yeah. <laughs> you are going to find out some shit about your client that's going to turn you white. But it ain't about that. It's about murder. I do. And Craig T. Nelson is like, what is that horse shit? Yeah, he's like all mad about it. Shouldn't, that, that is actually literally- I thought you were a good lawyer. That's literally what Trump would do, too. Yeah. Like, the, like his lawyer would be doing the, his best he can to get him off. And But that gambit, I don't want you saying that I'm not good. Yeah. No matter what reason why you yeah. don't say that I'm not good, I am good. That was the part that made me think about that it was Trump the most too, because it's like, because uh, he's like, I don't like him, you don't like him, none nobody, nobody fucking likes this guy. Craig T. Nelson's like, I'm gonna fuck this guy. up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Everybody loves me. <laughs> I'm the greatest. I'm How the dare greatest. you say I'm anything other than the greatest guy yeah. ever? Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, so yeah, so they're doing that murder trial at the same time. Then uh, Charlie Theron is going progressively crazier and crazier. Yeah. She's shopping with her friends. She sees she's the first person to see like a one of them like is like look a, de- like a, a demon. demon face and it's kind of like maybe this is the, the maybe black this neighbor is, lady right maybe this is untoward yeah, yeah and, and, the, and they all, and the work, they all is, work with and she's yeah. like taking her top off and going like check out my boobs Charlize Theron you like these boobs they they, they look like they're real but they're not <laughs> and then she Charlize is like eh, okay I'm from Florida I'm from wholesome Florida I wouldn't right. be comfortable yeah. with this sort of stuff she, they don't she, have fake titties in Florida yeah. also she worked for like a repo place before they <laughs> yeah went to right New York so you're like <laughs> also like a wholesome life. working on a Sunday there's a lot of stuff here also she like moves into this house and she's like I'm so alone all the time and you're like why didn't you why don't you get a fucking job go, yeah. go grab a slice you yeah. live in New York there's it's lots so, of stuff to do there's so nothing to like, do in New York like the way <laughs> yeah. and I, I get it I guess I get that it's supposed to be that the building and that the stuff is changing her to be more like but you're also like at the beginning of the movie she's like a lady who has a job and seems independent enough and then she moves to New York City and can't fucking figure out how to right. work New York City I have, you're like I, I, had I, a hard, I, have, I yeah. have trouble believing that I have a hard time figuring that this tequila shots babe can't find anything to do <laughs> 
in New York City. Yeah. I mean, oh, besides, I besides is... shopping and shit like that, she could get that. Right. She could get. And Keanu Reeves at no point in the movie is like, "Don't get a like, job. Don't get a job." Yeah. She had a job before. Don't get a job. He'd be. Like, it seems like he would go like, maybe get a job, and I don't know. I mean, not necessarily a job. Do some find something to do. You, you fucking live in New yeah, York City. Yeah, and she immediately becomes obsessed with like them having babies and stuff, which yeah. seems odd. Got have babies. Yeah. Well, the, la- the, the evil, the evil, the neighbor lady is like, "You've got three things you can do here. You can, you can play. You can work." Or or you can breed. Yeah. It's like okay, God. Uh, these ladies, these can't wives, you just, can't so you just shallow. Go, go shopping and like drink yeah. and shit. I mean, I think I would play if Way I was. more her. options. It's New York. It There's is. eight million options. It doesn't quite. It doesn't quite doesn't make track. sense. And yeah, she does spend a lot of time picking out a disgusting shade of green to paint her apartment. What do you think of this one? This one's called yeah, yeah. puke green. <laughs> and then this the, the evil lady's like, Look, it's your apartment. Yeah, it's your apartment, whatever. <laughs> I also like all the shit Why, where she's like. There's no part where she goes like, why green? <laughs> like, which is I was saying, though, I'm like, maybe just not green. Yeah. I like all the stuff where she keeps <laughs> thinking that Keanu Reeves might be cheating on her with like John Milton's harem of babes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're not as pretty as you. I just, it <laughs> seems, sure it seems weird that you would think that. And that, and that, that yeah, that's one of the funny things about, Keanu, or about uh, I guess the idea is that he has some sort of supernatural pull towards Connie Nielsen, but it's like, hey, right. well, I don't want to be ranking women or anything. Sure, sure. Certainly, Charlize Theron and Connie Nielsen are equally hot. Yes. I mean, we're talking about, she's and she's the spawn of Satan. Gorgeous as Well, I think that like the, the thing with kind of Nielsen ends up being because they're like yeah it's because they're yeah there's some sort of because they're related and yeah. they're like they're it's the key master and the gatekeeper Luciferian yeah, exactly. pull because that has nothing Louis to do Cipherian with pull. Louis Cipherian pull Louis Cipherian yeah Louis C.K. Louis uh, but yeah, that one scene where the black lady is uh, is taken off her top and in front of her, they're, they're, really like the demon face. the demon face appears, and then the demons kind of like feel up her body from yeah. inside, and it's like that seems nice. You're you're never alone when you're when you're with Satan. <laughs> you She's got, got this nice demon kind of like f- feeling her and hugging her when and you stuff. Got demons in you, Just you're right never there. alone. It's pretty sweet. Aww. it must be nice. The more you know. And then and then oh Eddie Barzoom doesn't like the idea of Keanu Reeves taking the Craig T. Nelson case. Yeah, he's and, he's also jealous because apparently like, Keanu is on the. Uh, he becomes a partner. He becomes a partner yeah. real quick. And, and he's Reeves like, what's going on with this bullshit? This already. He's like, why, why is this bullshit? I don't like this. I'm going to go. I don't even know, Eddie. I'm going to go to the feds. I'm going to tell this fed that has been investigating John Milton anyway. And mm-hmm. also there's a whole scene where Eddie Barzoom is shredding a ton of pace. I'm going to yeah, shred yeah. a party at some night. But then he gets, he gets uh, killed by a, by a demon. In a long scene where a he's running away from people for Homeless a long demons. time. And it takes, it, honestly, it takes He gets some real bad that's special effects. But that's also the part where it's cutting to John Milton in a church, right? Yeah, and he's like dipping his fingers he dips well, no, he dips his finger in the holy water to kill the the, the investigator. Gets hit by a car. Right. Okay, that's that time. This this is the this is that a shit's really, really funny. Where he sticks his finger in there, it starts boiling, and then the and guy gets like, killed. And he's looking at the stained glass and like, <laughs> "It's you, God." Eddie Barzun. <laughs> that's how dumb this movie is. Yeah, Eddie Barzun gets killed while Al Pacino is making a really long speech about Eddie Barzun right. and about like the what it is about him that is like exempl- that exemplifies the new crop of people, and it's really strange for all kinds of reasons. It never made sense to me. And uh, and he's going like, he's the poster child for the next millennium. You sharpen the human appetite to the point where it can split atoms with its desire. Getting ready to fist, fluck, to fist fuck God's ex-planet. Your belly's too full. Your dick is sore. Your eyes are bloodshot. You're screaming for someone to help. And it's like Eddie Bar, and he's like Eddie Barzoon is like the stand-in for everything that's like wrong with the world because uh, the world is like too greedy now. And they've never done anything to. Is it too greedy or too weak and greedy? It's or too ravenous and. and like, like you're just filling your belly until it just explodes. Like but that isn't that what thing. the devil wants? 
Exactly right. He seems outraged by this sinful behavior. That's so. That's that's weird. He's like pissed off about it and about the way the world is going. Like you're the devil. This is your thing. And then, uh, but like Eddie Barzun has never. They've never made any effort to portray Eddie Barzun as this way. Anyways, you're just sort of finding out that this is what Eddie Barzun is like from this speech. And then he's right. going like, "That's what the future is," because America wasn't like a rapacious, uh, greedy place before. It's it's only becoming that way right now. It's the nineties. In the nineties, yeah, right. It's very <laughs> and so that so this whole scene it's a big it's a big scene has never made any sense to me. Yeah, uh, for all those reasons. I also think think that scene where he because he's being chased, he's running through. Uh, yeah, Central he's, Park he's being or chased by a scary homeless demon. But like these guys keep appearing and disappearing that are running after him and stuff. I don't know. It's just a it's a long scene that ends with him getting beat to death by two homeless guys. And you're like, <laughs> there's a way you could have made this scarier, maybe, and shorter. The special effects are pretty bad too when they, they when they look like kind of like lawnmower man ghosts coming yeah. after him and stuff. They're like, <laughs> we're coming. yeah. I mean, this is '97, so there's some spotty like uh, there's a lot of spotty, spotty digital on this CG stuff, yeah. stuff in oh, yeah. it for sure. Anything's possible now. Yeah, I mean, and some of it's inventive, like the like the Boz relief dancing around at the end, which I think is cool. Yeah. It's, it looks like cartoonish a little or whatever, but it's neat because it's like, oh, that's a cool inventive use of this stuff, as opposed right. to some of it where you're like, ah, this is bad, or the terrible blue screen, green screen, whatever of them on top of a building talking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. but it's, yeah, so he win, he fight, he ends up winning his trial. Eddie Barzoon gets killed. Um, he sees Craig T. Nelson in the church. I think it's for Eddie Barzoon's funeral, uh-huh. and Eddie Barzoon is like like t- touching his Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson, sorry, Craig Trump. T. Nelson is like touched Trump is touching. His, oh, he's also attracted to his daughter. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another Our, another similarity. Although I think in this, it's it's like his it's like his stepdaughter, stepdaughter. But whatever. But still, yeah, it's his stepdaughter. So they don't. So, so they don't want to have the parallels to Trump be too close. Yeah, he's like, they don't want he's to like be like, oh, he's attracted to his actual. No, 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 it's his stepdaughter. Keanu sees her like touching her inappropriately, and you know has you know is. And they, I think he even looks around and is all this Frank Zabotka again, and he's like, oh shit, man, I keep right. defending pedophiles. What am I doing? <laughs> what you know, am I doing? You know, Donald Trump would. I, I have a feeling Donald Trump would never be actually attracted to his stepdaughter because he could only be attracted to someone that's like related to him or something. No, <laughs> it's it's that's what that's what's attractive to him about his daughter is yeah. that she's his daughter. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> Come well, on. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying it's not true. He's a bad, bad Sorry. guy. Sorry. Anyway, all right. Enough about Trump. But then, but that's the scene. That's the scene. Then where the SEC guy is following Keanu Reeves around. Yeah, and yeah. He's like, he's like going like, I got all this dirt on him and this Eddie Barzoom thing. And Keanu Reeves is kind of going like, Maybe oh, you shouldn't man, stand in the middle of the street. Man, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to fucking uh, do this. I don't want to talk about it or whatever. And he's like, but you know, you you can, you can, you can do this. You can. Uh, and this whole thing, and again, this is another out the devil's given him yeah. to yeah. like to like turn him in. Oh, and by the way, until until the point where right, uh, right before he gets hit by a car, he goes. By the way, Frank Zabotka, that teacher that yeah. you got off, they found him with a ten year old's body in his trunk. He's yeah. like, oh no. Yeah, and then he's oh, like, fuck. he's like, that's too much. He murdered a girl now. Yeah, things are really starting to. Anyway, too late. Yeah, and, he and gets this hit guy by a gets car. hit by a car, and you see his head later, and it's like. I think that's in. the guy from Cliffhanger, the guy who gets shot in the airplane. Like, yeah, that sounds he right. Comes up and starts spraying the other plane, and then he gets killed. Anyway, um, things are really. I think starting he's also to... in Moneyball. Wow, I think he's one of the scouts. He plays Brad Pitt. That's right. Yes, yes, he is. He's one of the scouts in Moneyball. 
Uh, so things are really starting to bubble over, come to a head here. Yep. And, but, also, but, but also, this is a scene where the where the holy water bubbles over holy when water, Al Pacino's yeah. got his finger in it. Yeah. He really loves being so the funny. Devil. I mean, it's like it's like this movie is so dumb that it's like this is the boiling point, and they have a shot of him boiling holy water with his finger and smiling, <laughs> and you're like, ha right? He looks right. He's holding his finger right above. And he's about to dip his finger into the holy water, <laughs> he and looks he up looks at the stained glass. At, he looks no, he looks right at the camera. Oh yeah, and he's like, ha. <laughs> you want me to do it, folks? What do you folks think? I mean, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> I mean, it's you si- like it? It's silly because you're like, oh, he's looking right at the camera, and they kept that in. Also, it's the only reason anybody's watching this movie right. is to watch 100%. Al Pacino. Is to watch Al Pacino be the lawyer devil. That's the movie, and, and Keanu Reeves like sobbing and really digging deep it poorly. To, yeah. well, when after his wife kills herself with the shard, is kind of like, well, this doesn't fit. I, you the know rest what? Of the stuff. I don't. I mean, their performances are terrible, but I think that the, the histrionics actually are pretty appropriate. They're really trying. I think that like that's let's go to that level where everybody's screaming and crying all the time. Oh like, yeah, let's get up there. I mean, I think that it's scene a big in the church is kind of is kind of silly. Oh yeah, but that's what I want. But it's also like, well, okay, at least this, something's happening. At least we're acknowledging that this is silly. And then when I mean, she goes, I feel like when she goes crazy at the at the mental hospital and yeah. like smashes the mirror in that lady's no, face. No, no, no. Who's no. also like in, you know, all these people that work for John Milton are also right. in on it, you know, for the most. These people are all like, you know, she's like, yeah, I know that's going to happen. This lady's going to smash that mirror and then fucking cut her throat. Cuts her, Probably, own, cuts her own throat. Uh, hell of a way to kill pretty, yourself. Pretty graphic. And uh, and then uh, Keanu Reeves' mom finally admits, like, that uh, actually, that, that, yes. Yeah, because yeah, she'd mentioned <laughs> a few times, like, father. she went to New York once and it was terrible yeah. and she hated it and it's a den of iniquity and all this stuff. And he's like, Mama, tell me the story. Tell me the story about how you were fucked by the devil. <laughs> and Doesn't it's, really do Milton, and he's my dad. Tell me the story that you didn't finish telling me in the elevator earlier. That seems, like it, those, that seems like it would have been important information. Fucking dumb things were like, earlier, she's like, well, I was going to tell you earlier, but then you seemed to be into a whole bunch of stuff, and then you're like, and then several fucking days passed or whatever, yeah. and you were in the same house, and you couldn't finish the fucking story. Give me a, it's, it's like that thing you're supposed to believe, and then she's like, like she was going to tell him yeah. that guy. She's like, I was a wait, I was like a waitress, and the I she met was a country girl, country who was, girl who was just lost in New York City, and and the way he was a waiter. That's right. And she and he took a <laughs> she, she, he took a she, he took a you know he, he like liked her, and so Can I take your order. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, and then we. Well, you want a Salisbury steak? You want to hear what the daily specials are? Blue blade specials, a club sandwich, turkey club. He Which one me- do you like? I like the turkey club. Oh yeah. Stay away from the tuna. <laughs> I like the deviled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> he made me feel so special. He was yelling constantly. He, could, <laughs> he was always holding forth he was, and monologuing. He was so full of too much energy. <laughs> Ladies love a man who monologues extensively. I know I did. <laughs> what he did to me was a nine, but he said there were ten more. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's, I thought it was an eleven, but he claimed it was a seven. I thought it was less funny. <laughs> it's not. Oh. It's more funny. <laughs> I guess it's debatable, uh, and yeah. So like, uh, he's he's starting to really figure out the, the length and breadth Starting. of what's happened. Yeah, finally. And he goes outside, and the and the the lady is that is that Milton's wife? No, it's just some lady. Milton's, who's, no, Milton's not married. Yeah, it's just some lady it's who's just, one of the lady devil ladies. Like it's like one of his. Yeah, she's like he's lady. he's waiting for you. I think you'll notice that all of the cars are now gone in New goes, York, what? And then which she's is quite gone, an image. And then uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So God knows like, how much it cost him. They they cleared out all, uh, the entirety of you know what is it Wall Street or I don't know. some Who knows? some major street in New York. One of the interesting things I noticed about this movie, it's one of the only movies that takes place in New York City, and there's not one shot of the Twin Towers. 
Oh, and this is from 1997, so they this knew. would have been pre. It's just, it's just, you see some shots of New York City, of the city, but there's actually, it's actually like, it feels like they were shot for the movie as opposed to like stock footage where you normally right. see that skyline and it's like, and here's the Twin Towers, you know, New York City. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, the way, just, the, the way it, this movie shoots New York is probably the second best part about yeah, it. Yeah, That's yeah. It's yeah. pretty neat. Um, so he like goes to Milton's office and he's like, "What's the deal? Are you the devil?" And he's like, "I <laughs> tell, am." Tell me, how'd you guess? Tell me everything. <laughs> well, here's all the of thing. it. Okay, here we go. How much time we got? We got twenty minutes left in this. First, movie? the Earth cooled, right? <laughs> then the dinosaurs came. See, they were no fun. Yeah, they weren't the sinners. They Prince were Charles animals. started wearing Lady Di's clothing. <laughs> oh, I took a flamethrower to those dinosaurs. <laughs> what do you think you are? You think you're a bad man? Well, I'm Satan. I'm the worst man. I am the flamethrower I'm going to take to this place. You believe You believe God? God? That dude? No way, bro. I do like, he does, his explanation of God is good. He's an absentee landlord. Because I always feel like when you read, when you see stories from the Bible, how God is like, just a sort of a sort of a dumbass, he's a judgmental, mean man, and, and he's and he's also like he also is like petulant, and he's like I don't like what you're doing, and he floods everybody. He's like no. you're no, and you turn you people are having sex too much, but you told you you let us do this. No, I don't like it. Now I'm ruining your town. And you're like, geez, God is God sucks at his job. Don't, you don't want to be smoting. He's <laughs> laughing his sick fucking ass off. He is. He's a sadist. He's a tight ass. He's an absentee landlord. Yeah, He's like, it's hilarious. It's the, it's the goof of all time. The, <laughs> the goof Look, of all time. but don't touch. Touch, but don't taste. Taste. Taste, but don't swallow. Ha. Also, this is like. Also, when he first confronts hilarious. him, he like he just unloads a clip into him, and he's like, ooh, ah, oh, ah, oh, oh. That's right. I love it. Hold on to that fury, Kevin. And, and I mean, that's when you get more like. This is the part where this is the only reason you're watching this movie and it's so it, much fun it it like what sucks is that like you could watch this whole part on its own and it would be funny because al pacino's doing his histrionics it only really works if you watch the rest of this movie which i don't think is a very good movie sure. it's an okay movie yeah. and then you get to this part and you're like oh the punchline rules so hard though yeah. but you gotta you gotta sit through the fucking setup it's like a nor one of norm mcdonald's long jokes yeah yeah where he's like telling one of those long stories on conan o'brien and it's like what is the light was even, on what is he even getting to and he gets to this sort of punchline that you saw coming a million miles away and you're like but that's ah, i had to yeah, sit through the shit. whole fucking thing <laughs> Yeah, anyway. that uh, and and yeah, it's the, my my actual there's the whole thing is a highlight reel. But my favorite part is uh, he brings out Connie Nielsen. He's like, "You uh, always wanted to fuck her, your sister. Well, guess what? You sh- you can and should. We would all like that very much. I'd like to watch it happen right now. I'm Satan." And uh, he's like, "She's opulating." Boop, 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 boop. He's like t- tapping on her legs and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, and he goes like, "I need. I want us. I want a child." And he, and yeah, Keanu, yeah, this, and is best, air, this is the best. This is the best part. Keanu Reeves goes the Antichrist, the Antichrist. Antichrist. and Al Pacino looks back at Connie Nielsen and just goes, "Whatever." He, he goes, "Antichrist, whatever, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah, Al Pacino. Call me, call me dad. Call I me got dad. So many names. Al Pacino is having a ball in oh, the only the way that Al Pacino can have a ball. When only he's, he's allowed to have off. this kind of a ball. <laughs> it's true. I mean, Al Pacino is one of those guys that, like, I mean, even in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he shows up for like three minutes in that movie, and he's like, 
I, I am in this movie. But Batman, bam, pow, zaz. Put myself a <laughs> cognac. Yeah, it's great. I love the way he pronounces cognac. 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 I mean, I mean, it's just when Al Pacino is allowed to just like chew into the fucking roll, like it's the juiciest, bloodiest steak ever. You get, you get this, you get this, and it's yep. fun. It's he's so great. fun. He's a lot of fun. That's it's, why he. I think that's why he gets the edge over the De Niro in the battle of the great '70s Italian actors. Because he's maybe, more fun. De Niro, he's having more fun with it. De Niro, and he's still having fun. Yeah. De Niro seemed to it. check out at some point. Yeah. De Niro was like, uh, eh. I still want to see right. that heat scene, but with the two devils where they're playing their respective <laughs> devils from their devil movies. <laughs> but they're having this similar conversation. It's, it's very similar. They're very similar characters. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's really fun and one of them's boring. I don't know. But good at his job, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, anyway, this whole, this whole, I don't know, just this whole scene. It's where great. He, You're probably man. He's playing I'm some. A fan of man. He's playing. Uh, is it Sinatra and singing along with Sinatra? He or starts. Something? Yeah, yeah, he one. he does two uh, lip syncing things. One where he lip syncs to Keanu Reeves' voice, and uh, then he starts um, singing along. So how I talk. Here's what I'm afraid of. That's <laughs> not if, how I go, Dad. <laughs> what if I? I <laughs> oh, that's not how I go, Dad. <laughs> that's not how I sound. What are you talking about? Then I hate it for. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, the, the big the big art piece, the, the last like art piece was like writhing, or all the people in it are like moving around. Things and are getting sexy. Getting, getting sexual in there. Kind of Nielsen comes out and eventually takes all her clothes off. and is She like, does a Jesus Christ pose. And then She's she standing goes, there she in her a, Jesus she, Christ and pose. And she says, she says, hey, who am I? Isn't this religious? <laughs> so she said, she, does she say, what she says, like, who am I? Who, yeah, she goes, who am I? Who am I? Uh, that's so funny. Yeah. I mean, she, it's funny because Connie Nielsen Sacrilegious. is like, just is kind of like, hey, isn't your sister super hot and you're going to fuck her and stuff? But like, she also gets to have a little fun in this part, yeah. which I thought was, which yeah. I enjoyed. Because it's sort of like. a sexy demon lady. Because it could be just like, here's a sexy demon lady and she gets naked and that's it, you know? But she actually gets to like, she's kind of like, when she comes out, she's like, hey, dad, I'm in on the joke. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're brother's sister. We're going to fuck. Well, he goes, ha-, he actually points out like, well, technically half, half siblings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's always talking all the time. Don't mind him. Just fuck me in front of your dad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fuck your sister in front of your dad. I know, I know, I know. Fuck your sister in front of your dad. Who's the devil? And it's going to make the Antichrist. Let's come on. Or let's whatever. Or whatever. Whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. But and he doesn't Keanu, go for it. Yeah, Keanu Reeves figures figures out a loophole, makes the ultimate sacrifice. Which we all figured out, too, right? Yeah. Blows, out blows his brains out. And yeah. this is where you get like a great special effects kind of freak out where Al Pacino's like, ah! Everybody's and burning. Fire shooting behind <laughs> him. He shoots fire at Connie Niels and burns her the fuck up. Yeah. Maybe only I think this is funny, but I thought it would have been funny during that part where Al Pacino morphs into like this kind of Keanu Reeves devil looking thing. Like an- if it's, it's like a fallen if, angel Keanu Reeves. Yeah, if instead he morphed into that dog that Snoop Dogg morphs into <laughs> in the Donkey Talk <laughs> World video. Somebody cut that together as well. I know we're asking a lot of you today, but I want to see that as well. Uh, yeah, it's this when they were doing this dumb morphing technology. But he's like, oh, no, oh, no, my plans. <laughs> and then it's... <laughs> As Keanu Reeves slowly, slowly d- falls yeah. down. The music's all cranked up. There's fire everywhere. It's real, real over the top. The way it should be. It's some, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's cranked up to eleven. And yeah. it's all, way past seven at this point. Then it all zooms out of Keanu Reeves' eyeball, yeah. and he's looking at himself in the mirror in that courtroom in Gainesville again. Yeah, he's like about Whoa. to go back and represent Frank Zabaka. Whoa, lots yep. happened. And the guy comes, the, the reporter comes out and goes like, "I can't win them all." Yeah. And then he goes, "Wait a second. And he doesn't. He doesn't defend that guy. Although I must recuse myself from this case. It's unclear to me whether or not that guy is going to jail. It's just gonna. It just scuttles that trial. So yeah. it feels like I guess they only can't try him again or something. I don't know. Lost it. It was I like a kind of a half win because it was sort of like. But he didn't get. 
you what you should have done was go like go like uh I'm gonna put this guy on the stand or no questions to that girl or something and, something. and somehow like conv- get him convicted of child molestation yeah. as I, opposed to just going like I'm going to take the high ground and not defend this guy someone else can do it I don't really <laughs> see what the point of this like little trick ending part is it's just like he blows his brains out and everything explodes and just be end the movie. We don't need to go back and do this, like, did it, was it all a dream, back in time, well, whatever thing. Well, no, but that's not the ending end, because then it ends with the... With, right, with Al Pacino going the, like, I'm still around! Because well, yeah, he, he's, like, he's saying my favorite sin is vanity earlier, yeah, yeah. and then he, you know, and then of course the journalist comes back and goes like, wow, I'll do a piece on you or whatever. Hey, it'd be great, come on. Give me a call, and Keanu Reeves goes like, okay, I will. And then he's like, he morphs, morphs again, into he morphs into that dog from the stupid... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want that to happen every time. Morphs into and he's Pacino. like, vanity, my favorite scene he's looking right at us and he does a li- real it's pretty great a real low-key kind of like eh, 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 eh. <laughs> and then it goes to paint it black paint over the incredits when the flame, flames are over yeah. the incredits i thought it was sympathy Weird for the devil choice. i don't remember sympathy for the devil but it's painted black sympathy for the devil is right there guys come yeah. on now i mean i paint it black is about dark scary stuff or whatever but sympathy for the devil is about the fucking she's, devil she use wild horses we use wild horses wow. No expectations. Waiting for the, waiting for the man. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for my friend or whatever. Waiting on a friend. That's waiting what I'm trying to say. Waiting on a friend. Yeah. Mother's little helper. Uh, Ruby yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> let's, spin, let's spin the night She's together. a rainbow. <laughs> She's a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have all been better. Rolling yeah. Stones had a lot of hits. Comes in colors everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> watching Devil's Advocate. <laughs> uh, would have been funnier. It would have, yeah, but it's already pretty funny. I mean, yeah. So you know that has a has that like twist that dumb like twist ending, but it's I mean, ah. at, that, at that point you're like already at that last uh, that whole last section where Al Pacino's been going nuts monologuing. Yep. You got what you paid for. Yeah. Yeah, I got. I think I got all the lines that I wanted to say. I got a lot of lines out in there, so we're covered. Uh, ratings. Three Juds. It's too goddamn long. Mm-hmm. But I have always enjoyed it. You know, once you get to where it's going, it definitely it definitely pays off. In, in all the ways that you want it to. Yeah, that's uh, that's what you're there Some for. Some really wonderful Pacino shouting, a thing that I will never get sick of. The cat! Totally out of the bag. Totally out of the bag! Different different movie, but I wish that when Keanu Reeves was like, you know, you, you lied to me. He's like, no, you lied to you. Don't invert stuff. Don't invert stuff. I got a great ass. You got your head <laughs> all the all way right up, up it. it. <laughs> Kevin? <laughs> Kevin? He's looking right at me. <laughs> Whoa. I'm going to give it... Three Douglases for the copious nudity. Yeah. And uh, just just general general sleaziness of the whole affair. And I'm going to give it... Oh, boy. What am I going to give it? Ten out of ten uh, shards of glass to the neck. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a way to go. Right. Big, Absolutely. bold move. Uh, I'm going to give it three... Like this movie is technically sucks ass, and even the ways that it are good, it's good, or like ways or things movies shouldn't do. You shouldn't end your movie with a twenty minutes speech. Right. <laughs> All this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not it, good. It only works because like yeah. they they got Al Pacino. Al Pacino, perfect perfect <laughs> confluence of performance and dialogue and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Al Pacino really is really up to the task and se- is just just apparently seems to be having a great time. Yeah. which is yeah. He, he likes his job. That's that's neat. Uh. There's a lot of stuff about Al Pacino I could complain about, especially in his later career, but uh, not this. This is great. Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half. Go a little higher on the Douglases because this movie has 
full frontal nudity in it. Oh yeah, it's a it's a real boobarama. No, I can't I can't go four because it's certainly not it's not as gross as like Angel Heart, where, which where we all went to four with that one, and that one's just kind of really pushing it. Um, but three and a half, God bless. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna give it. T- Ten shades of disgusting green. <laughs> each <laughs> one, each strong. one worse than the last. Uh, yeah, I'm also gonna give it three. I t- I've talked earlier, but it's like basically two, two and a half until that last part, which is like, all right, you got me with this. Yeah. But it's kind, of, but it's also like a little bit, a little cheap. Where you're kind of like, you suckered me, but like this is what I'm here for, and okay, yeah, sure. But also, this movie's kind of, <laughs> this movie's not very good, and it's like, <laughs> uh, it's like at least a half hour too long. Uh, I will. I will occasionally just go on YouTube and look up Al Pacino's last scene in this and just watch it. It's funny. It's very fun. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll go three and a half Douglases because it's like got all that. It's got all that nudity and shit. And I mean, the scene where Shirley's Theron in in a church exposes herself and she's like all chopped up and stuff yeah. and like but naked know, and been you know talking up. talking about how she'd been raped by John Milton who she couldn't have been because he was at the trial that Keanu Reeves was at but he wouldn't have won it's like pretty he it's pretty fucked up but it also isn't like it's like bordering on four yeah you know yeah, yeah. but the the stuff where she's turning from Connie Nielsen into Charlize Theron isn't quite as like as like whatever as like blood and rain pouring on Mickey Rourke. Yeah, boy, Lisa boy, Bonet, oh boy, huh? You know? How about that? It's kind of like, oh, she's just morphing into two different hot ladies while he has sex with her. Yeah. And I get it that the characters are weirded out by this, but, you know. <laughs> 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 what am I? What, am, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what do you want from me? This isn't so bad. And uh, let's see. I'm going to give it. Okay, so here I'm going to talk about. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do one of the scales, but I'm talking about my uh, my ra- my ratings of Kevin's in movies. I don't know if I brought that oh, up on here. I have okay. two. There's two different Excellent. categories of Kevin's in movies. Uh, psychos and loads. <laughs> loads or wads or you know jerk offs. Whatever whatever word you want to use. You yeah, know whatever what I, one you're most comfortable. You with. know what I mean. Is the plural jerks off or jerks, jerks off? Offs? Jerks off. So okay. you know, like say, like uh, like Kevin from Kevin from Home Alone mm. would be a jerk psycho. off. Absolutely, he would be a psycho because he's like, oh. uh, and uh, I'm trying to think of uh, another movie, Kevin. I, I can't think of any off the top of my head right Kevin now. Kevin McAllister from Wonder uh, Wonder Years. Kevin, oh, he would be his a name's McAllister too. No, Kevin right, McAllister from Home Alone. Kevin Arnold. Arnold, sorry, from Home. I get, I get from, them confused. From Wonder Years, he would be a load. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He's a wad. Uh, and, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin, Kevin uh, in this movie, way, way in the load category. He's yeah. a, he's such a fucking wad and a load and like a ineffectual douche. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, one. What if I quit the case? She gets better. Then I hate her more. Right. Ugh. I don't want to resent her. <laughs> okay, then don't. All right, don't do then that. shut up and don't. All right, then go get Trump off of this murder. Just get, murder just make rat. a fucking decision already. Come on. Uh, yeah, so I'm giving it one. You're such a load, Kevin. I'm giving it one Kevin. I'm giving Kevin one Kevin that's a load. <laughs> yeah, huge fucking, one load, a huge Kevin. fucking load. Also, he can't he can't keep his accent straight. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wad. What kind of wad can't keep his <laughs> accent <off>. straight? <laughs> Dipshit. Well, Bill Paxton's able to. Everyone seems to be able to keep their accent <laughs> straight in a, yeah. a little movie called Frailty. Well, they're all from. I think everybody in this is actually from Texas, yeah. so it yeah. makes sense. They probably they would be able to. Pretty cool. Yeah, you got sort of a sort of a McConaughey and Paxton. And yeah. Powers Booth. And Powers, and Powers Booth. Is Powers Booth from Texas, do you think? Uh, I can't imagine. Uh, I hope so. Probably. Seems about right. Oh, Powers Booth. Uh, but McConaughey and, and Paxton both are from Texas. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so now, yeah, frailty. You the agent in charge of the case? That's right. What can I do for you? I'm here because I can't live with what I know anymore. 
listen, this may sound a little bit crazy, but I know who the God's Hand killer is. What makes you think that? He hadn't even heard me out yet, and already you doubt me. They were raised to obey their father. Go to some homework. To love him, to trust him. Night, boys. Sleep tight. Don't let those bed bugs bite. Until. Wake up. I've got something to tell you. Hey, what's wrong? There are demons among us. I can see the demons while other people can. I'm scared, Dad. Nothing that crazy could be real. The angel told me that God would be sending weapons. Maybe you just dreamed it. Maybe you're not right in the head. God will be sending a list of the first seven demons. These are people's names. And they'll look like people. They're not. Royalty. I like this movie. It's from I Snyder, it's, Texas. I think it's great. This I hadn't, a, I hadn't seen it since the basically it came out on video in yeah. 2001 or two or something like that. Yeah. It's this definitely the, has a huge cult following, this movie. It does, which is... I, and I don't like it as much as they do. Rich, our friend Rich, who recommended this one for this scary one, I was like, oh, that's a good one. That's uh, I, he, he's he, a big lo- he loves it. He's a huge fan. That's I'm fine. I'm big a fan. But it's also a movie that I wouldn't... I wouldn't... I don't understand quite what... Like, you were, like Matt was saying, boy, on the way here, we was talking about like how we don't quite understand what, what people see that they love, love, love. But... Uh, also, I'm always happy to see a sturdy movie like also this. Also, I wouldn't. Be- I'm not going to begrudge anybody because it no. is cool, and it's also a movie that, like, of a movie of this type, it's stranger than than this guy. You know, you don't you don't see a lot of movies that are like this. A necessarily. dad, a dad, like butchering people with an axe in front of his children and being like, "For God, God Jesus loves this." Yeah, Jesus is. Uh, We're cool supposed to because these aren't people; they're demons. They're de- I'm destroying demons, boy. Yeah. I ain't killing people. I ain't never killed no person. I like it, and I don't know that Bill Paxton directed anything else besides this. It's a very sturdy job. I think he's very good at it. Yeah, yeah. this movie is perfect. Like, uh, I I think if anybody like wants to, you know, if this is like a cult thing and people really love it, that's great. I just don't think that there's maybe enough enough there for me i i've watched it twice and i feel like i'm good it's fine yeah yep. but it is good it's a good movie yeah. i'd watch it again if someone i knew was like i really want to watch this movie and let's watch that and be like oh you haven't seen that yeah cool let's watch that it's fun it's like well like, it'll be fun to watch you be surprised by what happens in it or it's whatever, neat the, traje- the, the, the tra- trajectory of what happens is cool yeah. and and i think it's a it's an interesting story but then at the end it's just sort of like well that was you know good performance uh, we did it right that's it I feel like at an hour forty, like, it's probably a little long. Yeah, there's just there's not much to like, like uh, um, luxuriate in. <laughs> if yeah, that, if that makes any sense. Where like uh, a lot of movies that I, like uh, if it's the uh, the thing or some other kind of horror movie that I love, there's all this stuff that's just great and that I want to watch over and over again. And this one is you know, like you get the story yeah. and you find out what happened. and You're like, yeah, okay, that was yeah. it. Yeah, that was a bunch. That was people. Hanging out in the South, <laughs> doing some fucked up shit, and that's what happened. But I enjoy it. One of those people is Bill Paxton, who I, Bill always, Paxton who is I always enjoy watching. I always enjoy watching Powers Booth. Powers, Powers Booth. Booth fucking rules. Yeah. Powers Booth is Matthew great. Matthew McConaughey's great in this. Matt McSee's good. And this is a good one. This is like this is similar Angel Heart, where it like builds to this ending, where there's a twist, quote unquote twist or whatever, but it's more, it's less like a twist and more like what the movie has been. Watching it a second time, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. it's all it's all building towards this. It's a twist this, to us. It's, it's been building towards this reveal. Yeah. And the one character and the other character are in this place together because that's how it's that's how 
It was orchestrated. Yeah. Frankly, in this case, it's a, it's a twist because Matthew McConaughey did things the way that he did. He could have just killed Powers Booth because he was on the list, but he's like, what if we do this in a real entertaining show? Well, no, he's got to, but he's got to get him story. out to where he's got it. Right. He's got to get him out to where he's, like, buried. <laughs> I'll do buried it in a way stuff, where right. if an audience, I'm just saying, if an audience was watching right. this, they'd be like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. I think the well, thing Powers that this Booth movie. Powers Booth is investigating that case, yes. too. Right. Sort of, so. I think this movie, ne- what it needed was instead of. The, like they could have adapted the structure of him like telling the backstory about his his dad being a demon killer, but he should have told it with cut out little beer can dudes. <laughs> you do get you do get you that get vibe a little. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you totally get the true detective vibe. I'll tell you like, what, Matthew McConaughey is very good at being a fucking weirdo uh, telling a story to police officers. Today's my day off. Wednesday's my day off, and on my day off, I, I drink. drink. I go and drink six Lone Stars. That's uh, what I do. That's what I'm going to do. You ain't yeah, gonna stop he's me. like, go get me six pack Lone Star. Nothing fancy. <laughs> so uh, he drinks them all. So McConaughey shows up at this rainy night at this uh, Texas uh, FBI, FBI office. FBI, actually. FBI office. What's that ambulance doing out there? Says Powers Booth as he walks into the FBI office. And they go. This Receptionist guy, goes. I don't know. There's a guy who's mm. waiting for you. He's going to tell you a whole story about it. He's going to tell you half of his story in your office and the other half in your car. Yeah. On the way to on where the way he, to on the way to where he on the way to where the gonna, bodies are buried. Where the bodies are buried. Yep. We'll and, talk about and, that later. And what a story. Uh, yeah. There's like been someone called the God's Hand Killer killing yeah. people. Um, about yeah. about whom we learn materially nothing. Since like we don't know what his mo is. They don't they don't talk about any of it. Yeah. They don't do any of that serial killer movie shit where they're like he cuts their eyes out and puts them in the mailbox. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no, no. shit. There's no shtick. You see his like well, wait, powers booth. But the God's like, Hand Killer is is. Bill Paxton. No, no, no. I, I, I get that. In, I'm in just this saying, case, like, it isn't. Well, no, but I mean, it's and then passed on to his son. Yes. It started off as Bill Paxton. But they don't even go like it's a series of axe murders or anything like oh, that. There's right. they don't they don't describe the crimes. Well, you we know, see, it's just like, we see some of them happen. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, what I mean is at the beginning of the. I'm not complaining. It's just at the, the beginning of the movie. Usually, the serial killer thing is like right. There's right, been right. a string of murders, and they all have this connective thing, and it's like no, they don't do any of that. It's just like the the God's hand killer. That's it. We're off. Well, right. And in this and in this case too, we're being told. The story yeah, we're going to be told the story by about the serial it. killer. Yeah. yeah, spoiler. Exactly. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey shows up. Powers was like, "What can I do for you?" Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I'm going to tell you who the God's hand killer is. It's my brother." Yep. Uh, my name's uh, Freaky McDeekle. <laughs> Fenton. <laughs> Freaky McDeekle. <laughs> Fenton. Uh, Waterbury. Fenton Meeks. Fenton, Fenton Meeks. Meeks. There we go. Yeah, Fenton Meeks, oh, and then right. uh, the brother was named. Adam. Adam Meeks, and then the dad is da- dad, I guess. And he's being, I'm going to be honest with you, right from the start, it, it, Matthew McConaughey's being an unreliable narrator. Yeah, you might think there's you might one say that, huge yeah. aspect of this story that he's really, he's fipping about, which is a sin. <laughs> Not very godly at all, but I guess to yeah, serve his if purpose. You're, if you're hunting demons, you got to do what you got to do. These demon hunters, they will they will do some sins. God, God's like, look, you can do some of them lesser sins. If you're hunting demons, okay, so you can go out there. You can, you can, uh, you can, you can curse a little. You can, uh, you can do a little, little bit of lying, fibbing. You can do some greed. You can even do a little bit of fornicating <laughs> if you're in the, if it's in the purpose of hunting demons. The important thing is that we uh, that we stick to God's plan and the, the major project that He's doing, which is the hunting these demons. And God is God is from Texas in the world of this movie. It know, is a very real Texas style very, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he starts telling. This is a real fire and brimstone god we got here. He starts telling the story about how when he was a kid and he had a perfectly idyllic. I'm about to go way back. <laughs> idyllic, idyllic, uh, 
grown up time with his brother, his little brother, and his dad, Bill Paxton. Tell me who this God's Hand Killer is. And well, to, to tell you the story, I got to go all the way back to the summer of 79. It actually makes me kind of sad in this movie when, because uh, there's a scene of them like hanging out, just being a normal family. It's pretty early on that Bill Paxton reveals that he has a mission or whatever. Yeah. But it made, it made me kind of sad both times when I saw it. That, like when Bill Paxton comes in and goes like, hey guys, guess what? And I'm like, oh man, they seem like a nice family. Oh yeah, things are going perfectly fine. things were fine. going great, and now it's like, hey guys, guess what? You gotta murder people now. And you're like, yeah. ah, that's... Brutally. It, it makes me a little sad. With an axe. Yeah. Yeah, Bill, is, Paxton, is, Bill Paxton seems like a real sweet guy. He's a great father. He's a single father. I think the mom died for yeah. whatever reason. Movie. Re- regular movie reasons. You know. And uh, and he's just sort of like, all right, you boys, you know, but brush up and go to bed. I'm a good father. I do my I do my work. We uh, raise a g- good boys. Yeah, y'all happy. And and so the the brother um, Fenton, the older brother, is like basically raising Adam on his own because the mom's gone and stuff. And Bill Paxton works. And, and we we're introduced to them like they're like walking through the rose the rose yard rose bushes behind the their house yeah. and they're singing I got that joy 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 feeling fucking Rod and Todd just Flanders just like Rod and Todd Flanders <laughs> and the little kid is like where you do the, the, the you do the where part, do the part. <laughs> I don't want to sing you don't have to sing it just say it do you want a happy God or a vengeful God happy God <laughs> uh, exactly yeah um so that's the that's the whole setup and then but then he cut when he comes in and he's talking to him he's like still Bill Paxton cheerful mode where he's when he's like he's like hey guys i just had a vision and guess what we're gonna kill demons <laughs> and he still is like he's a little crazier but it's not like it doesn't become it's sad because it's like ah that he also says like and i was i was bummed because my that idyllic life was all over i knew that that was all over my our dad had gone crazy dad had gone and you crazy. see a little a little snippet of bill paxton getting the vision uh from god and it's his like trophy right it's like a trophy for bowling or whatever the fuck except it looks like an angel and then it starts glowing and bill paxton's like he's in bed trying to sleep he's yeah. like i'm trying to sleep here god he has a couple weird visions that are like whoa there's like an angel one of them that comes is down awesome. with a sword the, that one yeah the one where he's, he's under, under his the car, car and the car turns into like this portal from heaven and the looks like a cathedral and, like there's there's like stuff sort of like light but there's like sparks from some welder hitting around him and he's like it cuts back to bill paxton he just looks crazy yeah this yeah. this real scary looking demon is kind of like flies down with his sword po- pointed at him he's just going like ah angel yeah angel and uh yeah <laughs> well <laughs> this, is, this is definitely one of those things where, like, the uh, God's power is terrifying sort of right, thing. Right, yeah, because well, cause what God is asking them to do is fucking murder people. This is what they talk about a lot in um, that, that Netflix horror miniseries, oh, Midnight, Midnight Mass. Mass. Yeah, yeah. About that how, show how was so good. Outstanding. Fucking Did you finish it? Oh, yeah. Fucking awesome. De- devastating. Oh, God. Ne- nearly nearly perfect. Like, And you even get past the mon- the extent, the excessive monologuing that people do. Eventually, even that, like, you're like, It's all of a it. piece. It totally, yeah. it's so good. But there, but that guy's that guy's constantly talking about how like God's the people in the Bible who saw God they're terrified of the yeah, angels. Right. The angels are fucking scary. It's right. a scary thing. Yeah, and so like an angel comes and visits Bill Paxton. Angel and, also kind of looks like Willem Dafoe and is essentially <laughs> it's like a CGI. Angel. But I mean, like even before that, like something comes and visits him, and he's of course terrified into doing what God says. Yes, yep. because. That's what you're supposed. To, that's okay. Well, okay, I got it. We have to do this. This is what we have to do. Which is right. You know why you you know, and it's why you buy into the whole thing. Bill Paxton's performance is really good because you you believe like he's like, I don't want to. He's even like talking to his kids. He's like, look, I don't want to have to do this, but we've been tasked with this job and we have to do it. Right. Like yeah. he's not like he's not like, I don't. 
he's not like I want to kill. I want to go out there and kidnap people, but they're demons. Yeah, they're demons. I've never but killed anybody in my life. I've it's, never killed a person. I never, I never have. killed a person in my life. I never have. He's the kind of guy who will just be like, ha- like putting an axe in like a lady's head over yeah. and over again, and go like, I've never, never killed, killed anyone, yeah. and I never will. Right, because he's only killed demons. Uh, and uh, but they do a really good job sort of navigating. The, it turns out. Uh, well, th- there might be more validity to these claims than, than you might suspect, but they do a really good job with just the, the sort of details in the way Bill right. Paxton talks about it, of l- making it seem quite clear that he's really lost his fucking mind. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I'm going to tell you boys the truth of the world, God's special purpose. We're going to kill We're gonna kill demons. And then he's then he's tr- like trying to talk to these little kids about it, and it's extra creepy where he's the kid goes like, we're going to be like superheroes? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're a family of superheroes that's going to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> and the older brother, the younger brother is, of course, like... Adam. Into it. Adam he is immediately on board he to an unseemly degree. Because he brings his... Because, like, Bill Paxton gets this list from God uh, for when he when he's under a car or whatever. God will give him this list of people. And then and he's like, we're going to kill all these people. And then Adam shows up one day and he's like, I got my own list of names that we have to yeah. kill. And, and Bill, it's just people that he doesn't like <laughs> at school. Yeah. And Bill Paxton's Adam, like, Bill good Paxton's Lord. Like, you can't, we, we can't... These are people... He points out their people. Yeah, destroying demons is a good thing. Killing people is bad. Don't you get it? What is so confusing about this? Yeah. It's and it's like God damn it, son. uh, I'm a little kid. That's what's confusing about uh, it. And he says God's going to give him these magical weapons eventually. And, and they're like, magical uh, weapons? Surely that's not going to be a pipe and axe. Yeah, there's a great scene, though, where he's like driving and he sees the beam of light from heaven into the barn. Yeah. And then he goes and also, finds... Also kind of true detective finds the axe in there. I found a lot of stuff in this true detective and a lot of it... A lot of stuff in this works better for me than True Detective because True Detective had a lot of that like sort of like yeah. hinting at supernatural stuff that added up to... It being uh, the lawnmower man or whatever, <laughs> and, and I, I felt like I, I was disappointed. Look, it was just a dream that you had about being a person. Okay, yeah, Kevin? I was disappointed Duh. a little in that show just because it like it teases a lot of stuff that it doesn't pay off in that regard. You and although, I, although I didn't ever think it was going to, but for a split second, you're kind of like. You and I have that problem it, with so it? much stuff where like everybody else is either it's great or it sucks, and you and I are like it's fine. I mean, it's pretty good. Te- True Detective, the thing about it is great is those two dudes. Yeah, exactly. Like, whenever it's Woody and, and Matthew McConaughey hanging out, you're like, I love this show. Yeah. But, you know, whenever it's like, and then the yellow king and the birds are flying weird, you're like, this isn't going like, to be a shut part up. of the show. This I like is any just of those a- scenes where Woody's fucking... I mean... Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're not the yeah, every time they they're every time good. they try to do that spirit that supernatural shit on that show, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Woody's dealing with crazy bitches. They, 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 These ladies, yeah. man, I tell you. But this but this had I, I did feel there was a lot of that true detective kind of stuff in here. Although in this case it is like and then they're literally in Bill Paxton's mind and in the story yes. right. is a fucking beam of heaven from God shining on this Here's weapon. where you can get an axe. It's not like sort of like, this is a metaphor for shit. It's like, that's actually fucking happening. He right. sees that angel coming out of heaven, flying at him with a sword going like, here's a list of people you need to kill. They're demons. Kill they're, them. They're demons. Uh and and so they it's it's pretty funny because he has that meeting with them at first and then um Fenton is like was that a dream and then like he's like the next day our daddy took us he didn't mention what what he said uh, that uh, at the dinner table and I thought it was a dream that I had and he did, we didn't talk about it that morning then he drove us to school yeah. and I thought it was all just a horrible dream and then like just when they're out of the car and they're about to go to school he's like hey boys don't forget about the we're going to kill a bunch of don't people forget about that murder <laughs> 
He's like, God damn it. You couldn't have waited till after school? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, he's got to sit through school all day going like, my dad wants us to help him murder people. Should I tell somebody? Don't, or? don't tell anybody. Tell your guidance counselor. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's like, I didn't know. I, I, I wanted to say something to somebody, but I didn't want to. He was my daddy. I loved him. You know, all that yeah. sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, there is a part where he does get up the. But that's after they finally, they, they kill. Oh, yeah. They get to killing after Bill Paxton gets the divine magical weapons that are a pipe and an axe. Yep. And uh, he t- and the first one that they kill is a lady. Yeah. It's like really starting it at a high difficulty and level. This is where he starts doing the thing where he like puts his hands on them and he can tell they're demons. It yep. looks it's just like the dead zone where he yeah. like grabs them and goes, Oh the ice <laughs> is gonna break. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gonna slip. No, he's like they just mop the floor. You're gonna bite into some pistachios. You're it's, gonna crack your teeth. You're gonna crack your teeth. It's gonna hurt real bad. <laughs> Classic, classic bit. <laughs> it is really funny. Still. You have a car. Can you give me, <laughs> Can a, ride? You give me a ride? Nobody around here likes me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens, and he sees like they're, they're the sins. Well, he sees he sees that they're demons. And at first, like for, at least from Fenton's perspective, you don't see anything. You just see Bill Paxton going like, "Oh, it's a demon, all right. It's definitely right. a demon. We're gonna have to kill her." And then he hacks him, hacks him to death with a. Axe. It's like, which is gruesome in principle. You don't really see, you never see anything. No, there's not. There's you hardly not a, even see blood. There's not a ton of graphic stuff in this. No, yeah, not really. It's all happening away. It's disturbing enough just the, that it's this father that seemed like a nice guy hacking people to bits. Yeah, and he still and seems they, like a nice guy while they're doing this. Like, oh, he, yeah. He never really becomes like, I mean, except for what he's doing, he never becomes, like, it's not like he becomes more of a monster or something. Well, right. He, I mean, but he, at least from his perspective. That's what I, oh yeah, I guess he locks the kid. He locks, he's, right? yeah, he's doing some pretty fucked up that's shit, to, but it's for your own good, Fenton, I need you to stop being a devil, a but demon. But Bill Paxton plays it the same way the whole time. He doesn't, it never turns into a thing where he, like, vis- visibly is, like, losing his mind, or like, you know, yeah. and then dad stopped eating and he became all weird looking and stuff, you know, like in those movies, it's always like, you know, there's a visual thing where it's like, oh, I'm starting to go crazy crazy here yeah uh, whereas in this one bill paxton's just the same the whole time he's like this is just our life now these are hard things that i have to do but it's important for god's plan we have to do this we've been chosen it's god's yeah god told me to kill people <laughs> demons this is also another movie that uh, that maybe q would enjoy <laughs> yeah, maybe. similar type of stuff maybe let us know yes let, the voices in my head are it is it no. is part of god's plan to go no. shoot up a pizza parlor <laughs> I am I am good and right no matter what anybody says. Uh, sorry, we're trying to get this dog to do the right thing. Come here. She she's just restless. She threw a she threw a trash can through a pizza place and we don't know <laughs> if she did the right thing or not. Hey, was it the right thing? Uh, well, you you decide. You decide. <laughs> Class. It was. Uh, it was anyway. Totally. Uh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we don't know where Jesse. Sal was a fucking asshole. Um. So, uh, so this it goes on like this. They kill the the first person, yep. and and the whole, and it's just a conflict between Fenton and uh, and the dad. He, I don't think we ever find out his name. His name is Dad at the end in the uh, so, in yeah. credits. And Adam almost is almost immediate beyond bringing his own list for his own purposes. He's also like, yeah, I seen him. Right. When, when Dad says he sees the the demon's sins, I see it too. And Fenton's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're just pretending that you do because you're brainwashed. And earlier in the movie, which we forgot to point out, was that uh, the, per- the in the ambulance is Adam's dead body. Yes. Because Adam has just killed himself. That's right. And allegedly. 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 Yeah. I mean, everything in this movie is allegedly until the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am fibbing a little bit. Uh, Suit my purposes. Uh, so God, Jesus will forgive me. <laughs> so, Christ will protect me. Be a lot cooler if he did. Yeah. And, and in his story, 
Adam is the one who totally believes yes. all the shit that's going on. Yeah, that's and, Fenton, and Fenton's looking out for Adam, and he's uh, uh, set against his dad through the, pretty much the whole way through. Yeah, uh, and things things get really out of hand. He's he's telling Adam, he's like, Adam, we need to run away because dad, what dad's doing is wrong, and, and Adam narks on him, and yep, so yep. the dad punishes him by making him dig <laughs> an enormous hole. Yeah, which turns out to be for their for their murder dungeon. Yeah, but it's their murder dungeon. cellar that they're gonna, and they build a shed <laughs> over it. Yep. And they have like a big murder cellar, and then he doesn't. A kid, Fenton tells t- tells like the local sheriff or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah. At a certain point, uh, that, well, he that's gets, kind that's of after to- he gets locked in the basement for a while. Right. Yeah. That's right. after he gets locked in the basement. There is a part that that kind of precipitates his like him being a lot more mutinous, where his dad makes him like help kidnapping a guy. Right. He's, yeah. He's, he's like, like looking under a car, going like, "My dog's under Mister, your car, Mister, my dog." And 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 they're like in broad daylight. They're like, we're just good, Dad. We're just gonna do this in a parking lot. It's fucking daytime. He's like, Jesus will blind people to us. Like he's like, oh, okay, Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. And he clubs this, clubs this. And Down this is, this I is go. like the kind of balding older guy with glasses. He yeah, does in the have, grocery store parking lot or whatever. He does have a pederast look going for him. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. when they and they take him and like he puts his lays his hands on him without his gloves and he's like that guy's a pederast he's killing babies yeah killing babies yeah and uh, and he but- butchers this guy and and this is what leads to Fenton like finally going and uh, you know like standing like standing up to him then they build the pit and yep. the dungeon. And uh, and then he comes out of the dungeon after spending a long time in there just 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 with a little bit of water every day. I guess yeah. he's starving to death, and he sees God and stuff. And at a certain point, before he tells his dad he saw God, he goes like, "God is dead." Yeah. And he's like talking about how much he hates God and stuff like that. Uh, I hated God. I despised him. My hatred helped me dig. By the sixth day, that hole was as dark and deep as my hatred for Dad's God. Just, Meanwhile, wow. it's cutting back uh, and forth from the from the him tell from the story to him telling the story to Powers Booth. First in his office, where he points out a picture of like we notices a picture of him and goes like, "Is that your mom? Is it your mom? Is it your mama?" Mm-hmm. You know of uh, Powers that's Booth's right. mom. He's like, "Yeah, that's my mom." He's like, mm, "You can." I Is can that the tell, picture he's looking the, at? When I can tell in the I can tell by the you can tell someone's related by that you can tell it by the eyes. Is that the picture that he's looking at? He's got in his hands when Powers Booth first comes into the office. He's like, "I appreciate if you didn't take things off my desk." Yeah. Same yeah. picture. Yeah. Okay. Because then he because then he points it out because he's like, "I was looking at that." Right. Yeah. yeah. Of course, that will become important later. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those comes movies, up a lot. It's one of those movies like you know like, like Angel Heart was, but like a good like I think like a good like solid sturdy mystery kind of thing mm-hmm. like this where you're building like this weird world where you know. Every scene, everything that happens in it is like, okay, that'll be. It's another something. little building. There's block, no, yeah. there's no like real like extraneous character stuff. Can we, can we talk about how good or bad this guy? Good in supposedly, this Fenton knows that, or Matt McConaughey knows that, you know who the God's Hand killer is, and he's going to take him to the bodies and stuff. I mean, bring some backup with you. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. Don't just take the one guy in the car out to the woods. I mean, I feel like you're setting yourself up for a little bit of something here. I guess the idea is that he's like an, he's like one of those. He's like an obsessive, you know. Texas, sure, Texas FBI but guy. you know, I mean, I buy it when it's call Power, someone. I buy it when it's Powers Booth. If it was a different actor, I would, I would think sure. that. I, I just feel like maybe call somebody. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and he doesn't like fully believe him, but then like some stuff that he tells him in the car, he's more convinced or whatever. So he's anyway, got him handcuffed in the car too. Yeah. yeah, and back to the flashback. Then like then Fenton rats out his dad. Yes, to the sheriff. To the sheriff. The sheriff doesn't believe him. And of course. He's just like I'm gonna take you home and yell at you in front of your daddy because you you should do this, this shit, is boy. Some, and this is a weird bullshit story. Yeah. And then he, but he keeps on kind of going like his, he keeps on going like, well, okay, the body isn't here, but Adam's got him somewhere. But I'll show you where the bodies are. And the, and the sheriff keeps on being like, mm, 
I like the I maybe, like that bit where the maybe yeah, not. exactly the kid is going like I'm gonna show you where the bodies are and, and the sheriff is like does that really need to happen and Bill Paxton's like that's right son does it really does need it really to be that way yeah and it's like yes it does yeah. <laughs> show me where the body is but, sheriff eventually goes nah I don't think so forget it you you be a better boy stop being a bad there boy. ain't nobody bear down here he's walking back up the dungeon and Paxton clonks him with the uh, yep. Clonks him with the uh, pipe and then axes, axes him, him to death. Him. And he's like, you made me do this. I'm, he wasn't a demon. Oh, he actually says I've he's- I've never killed a man until just, just now. now. He says, like, when when he's about to kill him with the axe, he goes, he's all broken up about it because this is the first person, actual person yeah. that he's killed. He's like, may God welcome you yeah. and keep you. <laughs> it's great. You made me kill because you have no faith. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and, that's when he locks him in the, uh, no, that- the dungeon and sees God. And then, uh, he, then he, he finally convinces him oh, after right. he's been in the dungeon for Christ knows how long. Like, nope, I believe you now, Dad. Let's go kill some more demons together. I'm on your side. Right. He's like, finally, this is all I've ever wanted is oh, they to get that butcher mean people. Guy. Yeah, they get them. This is this is wild. Because most of these other people, this guy who's not Stephen Lang, this is regular a, people. Yeah, this and they seem they just seem like scared people. Right. And this guy, he they they go up to his his door and knock on the, knock on the door, and he comes out, and he's like, just like the moment he comes out, yeah. he's like, hey, hey, do you want me to beat your kid for you? I just got I done beating my kid and wife inside. You're like, you? oh, this guy's a bad guy. He goes, uh, like he comes out, can I help you and yeah. something? And you hear his wife go like, whoa, who's at the door? And he goes, mind your fucking business, you. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a guy that. Like, and then he goes, "Goddamn women, yeah. I deserve to die." Yeah. Jeez. He, which is, I thought it was funny because all the other people they've just been like people where you're more or less regular. Yeah. Like that guy's a little weird looking. Is he murdering children? Well, who knows? But he's, you know, this guy is like, well, we should. This fuck, guy looks like evil. We yeah. Fucking kill this guy, even if he's not a demon. Yeah. He's a dick. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> he fucking sucks immediately. Mind your business, you fucking bitch. That's right. So that, so they. Goddamn. Go get him. my goddamn phone get book. Get, God, the book. Get the book. Get the book. Get the book. They get him in the in his garage. And <laughs> they, funny. They, they like. It's very funny. They kidnap him. There's a struggle though, because he like fights back a little. Yeah, he fights back, and, and uh, Fenton knocks something down, and he sees what's going on, whatever. Right. They take him back to the kill, to the, to the god dungeon, yep. and and he's like, all right, Fenton, now it's time for you to become a demon killer just like your old man. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, wa- like I've wanted this day since all this crazy shit began. <laughs> and he gives him an axe, and, and it's all building up, and Fenton's like going up towards the body, yep. and then, of course, he like raises it and turns around and th- buries the axe into Bill Paxton. Oh, yeah. no. What? Yeah, he, Bill Paxton's dead on the ground. He's well, he's, he's got the, like, oh? first. He walks back. You don't see it at first. You see, hear the sound, and which is w- mostly what you hear. But then it's like he backs up, and he's got the axe sticking right out of his fucking yeah, heart. Yeah, really and then a- Adam is like, "Daddy, no!" And he whispers something into Adam's ear, and then dies. That's pretty yeah. cool. And so that yeah, so I'm like, imagining it was like your brother's a demon. You got to kill him now. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, it's actually because because um, Fenton goes up to the evil the, to the bad dude who's been mm-hmm. tied up on the ground and he like takes his uh, yeah, yeah. tape off of his mouth just in time for the guy to go no and Adam kills the guy the guy right. yeah and that brings us up and he goes like you know back to McConaughey that's the like, story they separate you know we told him that our daddy went mission a week later and uh, they put us in separate orphanages. And, uh, let's see here. Uh, then uh, Adam, uh, late, I guess years later it is now, Adam 
or, or Adam went and, and he's the God's hand killer. He's killing all these people that you're following yep. to so uh, that I can track him down. But I couldn't kill him until his name turned up on God's list that he gave to me. Is this the part where he reveals that he's he, he's actually Adam yeah. the whole time? And it's it's in the dumbest way, too, because he's like Powers Booth is like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And then Matthew McConaughey goes, well, it would make sense if you were talking to somebody who's not me and is in fact my brother yeah, and it's like oh it goes. why goes, would you do that why would he do that doesn't make any sense yes it does if the man standing in front of you is adam meeks whoa i yeah. was fibbing I like all that it. story's true except, <laughs> except and he's doing that why because powers booth is on his list yep yeah that's the yeah that's another cool twist although i feel was, like you didn't need to go through all these hoops he could have just fucking got powers booth somewhere then we wouldn't have had a great a rip well, story right. like this I, and i guess that he like uh and and also this like clean clears up the god's hand killer thing at the end too because they they pin it on his brother yeah who he's who was who killed himself who killed himself quote yeah. unquote <laughs> or was actually was suicided was by suicided by his brother and yeah. that was so that was Fenton and it, that Fenton that seemed like from at least from the story that we had been hearing before was like the the clear conscience he was a serial killer and just going around killing people apparently no no Adam was no he had trophies Mc- in his basement that because because uh, Th- that's Adam's Mc- doing McConaughey was a serial killer the whole time. The guy I who, think it might be like the the Fenton character has has been killing his own people because no Adam does not no, consider Adam, Adam is to the be killer. killer. Adam's the killer the whole time. He pinned it all on his brother Fenton Adam, who he he pinned it on his brother Fenton, who he claimed was Adam, but yeah. he's been Adam the whole time. Hmm. So anything, Matthew McConaughey was never Fenton. Yeah, he was never Fenton. Right, but Fenton so, but was Fenton, not the killer. Fenton Fenton is Adam. The Fen- Fenton Adam is, is the, the killer. Guy. Matthew McConaughey is Adam, the killer. But he never yeah. kills anybody, and Fenton's been keeping bodies inside his inside his basement. He has six bodies down there. And well, Fen- that's Adam's work. Adam put them there. Adam never admits to that. No, McConaughey is his character. Exactly. He never admits to that. But he says know. that it's all the people that he killed <laughs> but we know are that. in the Rosebud. But we know that that's a lie. We know that's a lie because he set up the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not convinced. <laughs> no, there's no. The Fenton character is never a serial killer. That's why he he's like freaked out about it. And then he like his dad. He's like trying to find his brother. Because everything that McConaughey, uh, other than the fact that he's Adam uh, the whole time, everything that he says is true. The movie verifies all this. Yeah, stuff and is actually Fenton's happening. not the killer. Mm-hmm. I think Fenton is the killer of other people. No, Fenton no. That's what he claims. That's what he claims. No, that's not what no, he how, at all. I don't know. <laughs> at all. No, that was my impression of it. He's no. claiming that Adam is the killer. And he's Adam. And he's Adam. And he's been the killer the whole time. And so when he he's comes not, he does not he does not believe that he is a killer. Well, no, he, because he thinks he's, no, he killing, thinks he's demons. killing demons. Exactly. Fenton's not murdering regular people. Fenton hasn't murdered. I think anything. Fenton has been murdering. Reg- that was the impression that I no, got. No, Matthew from the McConaughey movie. has been murdering regular people. No, he's been murdering demons. No, but he's been murdering well, as we see it, regular people. So when the FBI finds those bodies down there, they don't find demons because they're not uh, religious idiots. They find they people. find regular people. So they go like, oh, so but he's I pinning it all on demons. The, pinning it but all that on his brother. That's true, though. From this movie's perspective, that's like one of the big twists. Is that right? But they, I mean, they are, don't. Pre- are demons. They don't present as demons to the rest of the world. They just look exactly. like people. Right. Like know. if we, I'm, saw, not, I'm not entirely convinced. If we saw the character, the, the people that Bill Paxton killed, we wouldn't go, "Oh, demons." We'd go, "Oh, those are people." Maybe, the only uh, people, the only people who see them as demons are Bill Paxton and the Matthew McConaughey character. Because later, that's when he reveals to Powers Booth, he's like, he's like, and you know, uh, Adam, Adam saw it. I saw it the whole time. Like I saw it right from the start when my dad killed the first person. I also saw that they were demons, and that's how he 
that's how Powers Booth got on his list, and he sees the whole thing where he killed his. So, but we never, we would never see that hmm. as people. We wouldn't see them as demons. Like they don't find demon bodies; they would find people bodies hmm. because they're not. They don't present as demons. They're only demons as far as like these guys are telling us they're demons. You well, know, inside. Either way, it's clearly confusing. I don't think it is. I, think. I don't think it's confusing in the slightest. I'm confused by it. The Another thing, thing I'm confused by is it shows Adam killing himself by blowing his brains out with a gun at the beginning, and then at the end, that's, that's, McConaughey, that's McConaughey lying. That's was McConaughey lying. Yeah. Because he's telling the story originally, he goes, like, he killed himself, and then at the end, he's like, actually, I killed him. Mm. So that's not, that's because he's lying the whole time. Well, one way or another, we've definitely <laughs> spent enough time at it, and we're not getting anywhere on it. I'm not sure I agree with you guys, but you, you might be right. We are I don't right. Plan on, I don't plan on watching this movie again to find out. We are right. It's not even a question. I don't know. He's the he's the killer the whole time. You might be right. I'm saying you might be right. We are right. The other guy didn't kill anybody. I don't know. There's a bunch of people in his basement. Because the other guy put them there. I don't know. I'm not 100%. Because he's like setting him up he, to be the murderer. Yeah, yeah. he's pinning the murders and on so his then, brother. So then when they come to visit him, they're like, Oh man, bummer about uh, your brother dying when he's at the very end. Where he turns, turns out, out he's, he's a sheriff. Turns out he's a sheriff of Meat, Texas. Meat, Texas. Is that he's like, like bummer about your brother, and he's like, oh yeah, that sucks, all that stuff, and he's like, they're like, yeah, and you're like, there you go, and so now he can continue his his mission of murdering people, killing cause, demons, because his brother, who was the who was quote unquote the, the God's, God's hand, hand killer, killer, has been has been found out. Powers Booth was the old, was the guy who was deep in the investigation. He's fucking disappeared. All the tapes have been wiped of this guy's face because because God, you know, because of because su- of, super, of supernatural shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, and nobody can quite remember what this guy looks like, and so it's like yeah, right. that's that's where you get the stuff where it like truly is. This is God. Actually, yeah. this is true. The stuff that Bill Paxton oh, yeah. that we thought was a delusion for Bill Paxton. Yeah, is he true. really is killing demons. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking up the videotape. Nobody can remember what he looks like. They're genuine exactly. genuine supernatural oh, yeah, vigilantes. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's definitely supernatural shit happening. Yeah. And he's and, and Powers Booth absolutely did brutally murder his mom for reasons unexplained. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess he just didn't like her and he butchered her with a knife in the broad daylight while she's doing while she's hanging up her laundry. <laughs> well, we don't have time to we don't okay. have time to we don't have time to get the whole backstory of why he didn't like his Ah, uh, the bitch had it coming. <laughs> I guess Probably, so. I don't um, know. Who knows? He was really? a demon, though. So I mean, it's true. They are just demons. So who right, knows exactly. why they do what they do? I mean, they do it. Who knows why madmen do what they do? Because they're we evil. never know if the demons know that they're demons or anything like that. Because uh, none of them, when they're getting killed at the last minute, go like, "I'm a demon. You're killing me. <laughs> you got me. I'm a demon. I yeah. admit it." Yeah. You know, and we don't uh, see their faces. That you know, a smart thing I think this movie does is the faces don't change. Yeah, it doesn't until, do like, something where demon like, faces, because you'd expect that almost. That, or in the flashbacks, they would be like devilly looking. We never right. see them as demons because the whole point is that we're supposed to still kind of be like, man, I guess it's fucked up. But like these, they're the only two people who see these people as demons. Yeah, yes. the whole time they're the only ones, and only in their flashes when they see them. You know, that guy pulling a child out of the car that he'd murdered. Or, I don't remember what that lady did, but she, she was a nurse. Uh, yes, she was oh, a nurse, right, and she right. probably giving out her, COVID vaccines. She slit one of her <laughs> patients' throats, and she was doing giving out vaccines. <laughs> Created by Big Pharma, I yeah, might add. Free vaccines. Yeah. Ugh. She Nothing was not worse. giving people horse pills or whatever. Yeah, the, hor- the horse dewormer. <laughs> the horse dewormer. Did you guys see that video that the anti-vax protest in LA, and they're like that lady going like. With the megaphone going like, uh, hey, look at all these, look at all these homeless people out here. Are they all dead of COVID? No. 
why? And then this guy in the background that was like walking by behind the camera goes, because I got the vaccine, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts in his pans over and this is home. This is homeless dude p- pushing like a cart or whatever. <laughs> just, get, just getting in a great singer. Anyway, I just thought that was... Uh, That's good. <laughs> good for, good for va- you, sir. Because I got the vaccine, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, the movie tries to kind of like have it both ways at the end, where it's like this real spooky music, but uh, and it's like pulling out of Matthew McConaughey going like he's gonna keep doing it, and it's like, but isn't it? Is it not good? It seems well. If if in this movie God exists and wants this to happen, right? Spooky. Isn't that good? (laughs) Is that spooky? Is it scary mystery? I don't know. He he seems to be killing real psychos. Right. I think that might be a good thing, but the music's like, no, it isn't. Maybe it's scary. Yeah. So whatever. I don't know. Spooky, uh, spooky stuff. Yeah, and, uh, and also the and also the lady that's with him, I guess, his wife, the dispatcher, the dispatcher at the sh- sheriff's station is like that. Powers Booth called earlier to confirm Matthew yep. McConaughey's identity. That's and, right. And yeah, and so of course, so of course, you know, he goes like, "Yep, that's yep, that's him. That's the one." <laughs> you got it. You got the right brother I there. Guess we're gonna keep killing these demons, honey. That's right, baby. That's right. And, she, and she's pregnant. You look real good. And she's super pregnant, so they're going to have a kid, and they're mm-hmm. going to teach that kid to kill demons. Oh, That's right. Which is ba- good, bad. <laughs> I want to see that sick. Good, I think, right? It's scary either way. Ah, it's spooky. <laughs> uh, here's here's a, like, not a lot of like great lines. It's it's all pretty much in service of... you know, no, Nobody's saying anything particularly hilarious, except at this one part where uh, Fenton is talking to his like fat friend on the schoolyard, and, and the kid goes, You see Dukes of Hazard last night? Remember when Daisy Dukes bent over? <laughs> I do remember that. He goes, I'd do anything to really see her tits. <laughs> to really see Not zoom a little bit. Really see it. Really get a look. Come on. I like on. that. There's some good there's some good little kit. That's fun. That's, that's fun that dialogue. Really, that's really that really rings true. <laughs> we can all relate. Do you remember that part when Daisy Duke went down? Yes, I do. I'd give anything to really see her tits. <laughs> Just get in there and for really real, see them. For like really for real see them. <laughs> get all up and seeing those. Uh ratings. Hmm. Three Juds. I think this is just nice and sturdy. Uh, but I don't think it's anything spectacular. And I think, although it is not remotely confusing what happens at the end of this movie, <laughs> I, don't know. I do think that the ending is like a little too trying to be ambiguous for its own good, and like kind of needed a bit of a tighter of a tighter twist. Um. No, no Douglases. Yeah. Right? Besides that kid saying he wants to see Daisy bending Dukes over. Tits. Yeah. But uh, you, don't, you don't see anything. No, I don't, and even, it's, we don't even get to see it. I'd, lo- I'd do anything to really see it. I'm not going <laughs> to pop a Douglas over that. It's hardly, <laughs> it's hardly salacious. It's like no. a, a little kid playground talk where you're no. like, that's not. Can't, yeah. can't count that. No. And I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 holy pipes. Nice. Oh, the holy pipe. <laughs> These are holy pipe boys. Uh, I'm gonna give it three. Yeah, it's three. It's it's just kind of like all that it is 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 its story. There's not really, there's not much to enjoy other than in the story. And once it's done, it's kind of like, well, that was that. It's a story well told. It's a story well told. I feel like it's like, ooh, good good spooky story. Let's move on. Yeah. I can't imagine. There's not a lot of stuff where like, ooh, I want to go back and watch that one scene again. It's all just sort of like pretty straightforward. Well, having seen it twice, when you know what's going to happen, like the rest, you know, the, yes. it's like that, it's that kind of movie where if you watch it again, you go, oh, okay, all this stuff is, makes, it's not like, it's not like a bullshit twist like we were talking about, you know. Right. It's not like a Jacob's Ladder thing where you're like, and then there's still the, the you know, the, that was his dream, or, you know, fuck, fuck off. No. Yeah, I was happy to watch it for the second time and that'll probably be it. <laughs> I, I probably will not watch <laughs> two, this ever Two again. and done. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get zero Douglases. Yeah, not one. There's just nothing there. 
And I'm going to give it, uh, oh, yeah, Jesus well, Christ. I know. 10 out of 10 Daisy Dukes bending over. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it, th- yeah, I'll give it three also. I think three is good. I, I'm tempted to go three and a half. Cause I like I like it a little more. I think I like I like the the style of it. If you, it's just got that you know great little you know little scary story kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's well it's well made. Like it's well shot. Mm-hmm. Like it's the stuff with you a know, dad. Everything's like scary kind of. But the stuff with a dad hacking people up with an axe in front of his kids yeah. and then the making the kids do that it is it's pretty all funny. funny. Like real grim. Most of it's like you don't see the it's actual real hacking, but you see the you see like it's like a shot of these kids while their dad is off camera yeah, hacking a person <laughs> up, and you're kind of like. That's fucked up. It's got a, it's got Jeez. a little bit of a simple plan vibe mm-hmm. to it, where yeah, yeah. like you can see Paxton being on that set, going, "I want to do something like this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, zero Douglases is not a not a not a one, not a one. Overall, a good Douglas count for today, though. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, pretty high. Yeah, been a while since we've had <laughs> high Douglases. Uh, a lot of murder in front of children, but I don't think that that counts on the. No, Douglas I really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope not too, because our next movie's not. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, uh, and uh, fuck, I had it, and then I lost it. What's th- what are some things in this movie? I fucking uh, forgot. Otis Axe, Meet Texas, <laughs> Meet Texas. <laughs> Shit. Twin well, Brothers, Murder <laughs> two, Dungeons, Murder Dungeons. Ah, fucking. I don't know. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it one. One car angel. <laughs> Yeah, that's, it's like that's pretty cool. He's like under the hood of the car, and it turns into heaven. It's and mean-looking car angel. And it's really, it's like there's this mean angel coming from heaven, and it's really sold though because it cuts back to Bill Paxton, and you just buy that this guy's seeing this. Thing. Right. He's like, oh fuck, I'm at work. What is happening? Oh boy, oh jeez, jeez, yeah. oh man. Oh no, game oh, over. Game over, that's man. So game over. And <laughs> she put her in charge. That's an angel to make you want to sit up and beg for buttermilk. <laughs> Pair of titties. Ash like a 10-year-old angel. I'd like to really see them tits. What's this really about, huh, son? Pussy, right? Pussy, right? Uh, the angel vet gets, gets wet. them wet. All well, right. we did That's it. That's it. We did it. And uh, we were Thanks we preempted the episode that we right. told you in the last episode that we were going to do, but so we're going to be do next. That next. So yeah. that is also, as, as this was supposed to be, next time is going to be... Uh, White Sands, U-Turn, and After Dark, My Sweet. That's right. Yeah. We wanted to get this one in before Halloween. Before Spooky yeah. Time. I you think know. we did the right thing. I think so. Yeah. yeah. We were in the right. Yeah. We're totally in the right this time. Sign up for the Patreon. Do it. We're so close to having the, our big deluxe 125 <laughs> subscriber Are thing. We? Where are we at we're right gonna now? Get a, it doesn't no, matter. No, no, no. To oh. finding out what Figuring the thing out is going to be. Yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. It's going to be Number four one. movies from a director that I think you'll be glad that we're doing, but we just we just need to nail down those four movies. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, but but you, you're still allowed to follow us on Patreon before even before we get there. There's all kinds of good content on there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Tons and tons of shit. Absolutely. Uh, Gladiator's coming your way Gladiator. soon. If it hasn't dropped already, or it's it already out. Already. Next. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's already there. What an episode. Are you not entertained? Uh, and then we're doing some more Ridley Scott coming up. So that's mm. true. Uh, so anyway, yeah. I guess uh, until next time, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye. I could not foresee this thing happening to you.